Episode of your favorite show, The Quincy Jones Show. It is I, The Quincy Jones. Mm. Go and to my right. The one and the only mm-hmm. hip hop hybrid. Okay. In existence. Heard about in it. In hip hop. That means underground. Mm-hmm. That means mainstream. Okay. And pro wrestling and the indie scene. It is I, the DOC, Doc Lesnar. And what we is back. Good? What's good, man? Oh, well, I'll tell you what's good is I'm not talking to you from my iPhone, brother, or a laptop screen. I am live and in color. We are back in effect at Quincy's Catering Corner, or whichever way you refer Castle, to it this week. Kitchen, Castle this Kitchen. Castle Kitchen. Kayfabe. Cape of. Uh, a cavalcade of Cape. <laughs> just a lot of a lot of just different names that we're just throwing them on. This is the creative corner of Quincy Jones. Brilliant. <laughs> there yes. we go. And, uh, but we're back in effect live. Yeah. I mean, we're not doing it's not six feet but we're good over here i've known this guy all my life uh roommate the roommate um you know i think we're okay yeah um but i like to say no more zoom (laughs) it's the legion of doom man well hopefully we could keep doing it like this i mean just gotta stay healthy hope everyone out there staying healthy and speaking of just what's going on this week your fucking ass that as well <laughs> but quincy hit us well i mean what we'll be talking about this week man you know speaking of wearing a mask actually actually kind of ties into uh one of the first things i wanted to talk about i thought uh you know it was worth noting um you know some people remember you know kevin owens he was uh featured prominently a little bit on raw mm-hmm. uh a little bit not uh the post mania raws because mm-hmm. i think he had hurt his ankle due to the the dive he did with his match with Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. but when he was back on TV, he was in, in you know the general rotation of things, and then he kind of was back off TV mm-hmm. again. Yeah, people didn't know what was going on. Um, he did release a video that's probably a few weeks old now, but it's still worth the watch. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and that's the thing. It, 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 I hate to give shine, but it, it just was amazing how even certain people were still making politics and. And and just ridiculous comments over what he was saying, and it, it just was really straightforward. Yeah, and, um, and and you know, not to dive into this, but that adds to you know, we had a conversation this week about just the kind of the toxic nature that the wrestling community yeah, fandom really specifically is sort of like ushering in, and and it's you know, and that, it's that's where that yeah, it yeah, really it, is. Yeah, you know? you know, but um, but yeah, no, you're right. Kevin yeah. Owens did put out this video. I saw it myself. I know he was explaining about you know trying to urge people to wear the mask. He was talking about, I believe, his wife's grandfather had recently passed away from covid and he talked about how you know the struggle of watching that funeral service from a zoom we've had to do that with a family member as well experience just in in itself is that is not a normal you want to get used to no it's devastating it really is you know because i mean it's bad enough you don't even if they are sick you don't even get to go in there to 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 show them support you know you're not allowed you know and then let alone even after you know they unfortunately pass and you you can't even go there to show your proper respects and you know what i mean it's just it it's an, it's just an like you said it, it's an insane normal to think that that may be what is going to be the new normalcy yeah. going forward. But I digress. He, he was just kind of warning people out there, you know. This uh, is uh, real. Yeah, yeah you take know, this trying more to seriously trying to let people know, like, look, it can happen to anybody. And mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, we we've had a family member who was affected by it, mm-hmm. and it 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 can happen to anybody. You know what I mean? So, you know, 
with that, you know, he, he did, you know, try to bring some awareness to that and just, you know, just the fact of being nice to each other, being cordial to each other. Yeah. And, you know, again, ties into the toxicity we've been talking about. That's been festering within this freaking wrestling. I mean, I think it's because a lot, a lot of his people are at home bored or nothing to do. But, yeah. you know, the power of the keyboard and the puffed out chest without, well, you, you know, know how it is. It's easy to criticize it. others than, like, deal with your personal I, problems. And everyone at home right now, it's like staring right in the I, mirror, I, right? So I think it's also more easier to want to – you know, be disrespectful and want to, you know, then to want to open your mind up for a, a different, like, you can still have a different set of opinion, but still yeah. accept a different way of thinking. And still enjoy the conversation <laughs> intellectually and learn something. I was just going to say. Despite it not, yeah, exactly. You know, despite it not being maybe your cup of tea when 100%, you first take the sip. Like, you know? I, like it, it just, it gives you more knowledge on how other people think, how other fans think about the product. It gives you a different way of thinking mm-hmm. about the product yourself. Maybe even in that instance, in that example that you guys may be having a disagreement about, maybe you don't see what they're talking about, but you remember what they were talking about, and then you may see it in a whole different yeah. perspective or something It'll else. It'll click later. Down, you exactly. Got a, a mutual understanding. And that's what we need is understanding, unifying amongst people, right? Because it's hard for everyone. But not to get too off track, staying true to who he is and the things he's been saying – the big news was Kevin Owens did march right up to uh, Mr. McMahon's door and um, went in there and expressed his concerns for the lack of masks, and he's not wrong. I mean, if you guys have been watching any of the programming, not everyone is keeping the masks on. Um, you know, I, I've heard this outrageous quote, you know, real fans don't wear masks, you know, and, and it's like there's no real fans on TV right now, you know, and they are the only ones, WWE, I mean, that are – thinking it's okay, hey, bring your friends and your family to, you know, and, and and they're the only ones that have really talked seriously about reinstituting live shows with live audience members. So Kevin is not off base to walk in and say, hey, we need to do something about this, and we're going to all be at a higher sense of risk. Well, and, I mean, you know, they yeah. said it was like, you know, an upwards. Before it was like just a, a little bit more than two dozen, and then it, it's, you know, it was on an upwards of reportedly almost 30. Mm-hmm. I think last more than week 30, it was yeah. close to 40, you know. And, so. and again, like, you know, this is not us trying to take pot shots or, you know, you know you're just looking for something. No, this is no. like, this is a health issue, you know. Mm-hmm. And we serious. Also, you know, we're thinking, okay, these numbers are probably being withheld, so who knows what the numbers are when they finally report those numbers yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and you know i'm hoping they're not they're they're less you know that i'm not hoping for any type of unfortunate you know event where other people are getting sick hell no that's not what i want at all but uh, it is being reported that you know owens raised concerns with wwe chairman and ceo at the tv tapings held on uh, friday july 3rd at the pc uh it's led to a mandatory mask policy that fines for not wearing masks while in the building uh, Owens reportedly told McMahon that he was not comfortable with the lack of masks being worn by people in the PC and people being too close to each other. Mm-hmm. Owens also told McMahon that he was going home apparently due to COVID-19 concerns. Vince then asked Owens what he wanted him to do, and Owens allegedly responded by saying, Vince is the only person that the WWE crew will listen to. Mm. Which, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and from what I heard from that conversation, there was a positive uh result you know i heard he was on his way out and noticed that there was an increase of people wearing masks and taking the proper precautions and considerations for everybody and that ultimately led to him staying you know and i know he was it this past monday he was in action yeah right yeah so, yeah he had the there was return of the ko show mm-hmm. um he may have been back maybe last week yeah, be, he, yeah i think yeah, he, he tagged he with ray right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's what happened it was last week yeah that's what because that's what we were starting talking about the eye for an eye thing mm, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> that <laughs> but you know speaking of that 
you know, you did hear a little bit of news. I, I mean, I, you know, obviously not too many details on it. Well, this is what I'll say. I can't tell. And, and I need and, to go and, back and find this headline because what yeah. it said, um, and not to cut you off. No, there, no, no. Yeah. I, 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 I was just going to intro. Just It was basically for Extreme Rules going down this Sunday. Yes. You know, the I for an eye match. Well, I, I, that's the thing is I can't confirm oh, oh, yeah, that's if true. it's that specific match as we have. You know, I think you could agree. We have some other interesting matchups that are going to be held at this event. But the big rumor or the big headline I heard is that WWE is going to elect to use some sort of CGI uh, this weekend for the event. And so I think immediately my mind goes to the eye for an eye match. Um, <laughs> They're going to put fans in there. I, that could be <laughs> that would be funny. That'd too. be kind of cool though. <laughs> I mean, they have you CGI like uh, you know they'll have those floating um, graphics. You know yeah, that's true. That's true. But I don't know if that's what they're talking about or or, or what you know. Because to me, when I think of that, I'm like, if it's gonna be the eye for an eye match, it instantly makes me think this sounds like a Lucha Underground thing. You know, but if it's you know, I won't say if it's, but it could also be for the Braun Bray match because I know one of the last things. Uh, Bray said, "Is hey, you know, I, I need to become you to destroy you, and we'll fight in the swamp. And he's, you know, wants the alligators to eat him. So I don't know if it's going to be for something wacky like that. Well, you know. Uh, so th- what I what I got here from the ringside news. Ringside. It says, uh, yeah, company made it clear the winner of the eye for an eye match will be the one who takes their opponent's eye out. They are not actually going to mutilate a superstar on the show." Uh, the Wrestling Observer newsletter reports that the Rollins vs. Mysterio match will be pre-taped. That marks two matches for the pay-per-view that will be taped, uh, including the Swamp Fight match, which is obviously with uh, Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. Uh, WWE is also using special effects to pull the gruesome finish. Uh, the match has gotten a lot of attention in recent days, largely because the stipulation is stupid. <laughs> okay, this is obviously an opinionated article. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are billing the match as one that can only end when one person pulls the other eyes, uh, other per- person's eye out. Uh, yeah, they're just going through the the history of how why this even. I'm telling you, man. See, last week I tried to shoehorn this in, and I don't think a lot of then, people yeah, caught it, it. But it's like, where's Ming at? He needs to be like, I, I'm I referee this this eye gouge match. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I I will be the judge of when I know it's done. You know, because to me it's That's like pretty good actually. Don't don't get me wrong. Like this is intriguing, but it feels like a bad plot to like GI Joe or like it's someone. You know, I don't know. Like it, it's weird. Like the eye for an eye thing. I was thinking about it. Like, you would never think that would be a legitimate stipulation for a pro wrestling match. I mean, again, you know. Still cage all day. Like, you know. Basket, buried alive, yeah. We we, we got that one match, but it was billed as such, which Mm -hmm. was just more of a grudge match between Santana and John Moxley. But in the instance of an actual eye. Yeah. Wait, you know what? Stan Hansen is still alive, so we can get him. (laughs) Very true. We can get him. The yeah, he, yeah. That, that's a second judge. Uh, there we go, right there. <laughs> Stand, yeah. See, uh. I, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, though, I, I, my biggest concern, and I will move on from this, but it's like I'm concerned this is gonna hurt. Uh, maybe not WWE. Well, maybe probably mostly WWE, but wrestling, man, because this isn't like the. the, the, the I can already the, hear Cornette talking about this. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? This isn't the delete match. You know, this is like uh, no. CG, well, and I just feel like you know if what? you think about it at the end, JB may be a part of it. You never no, know. Oh, I'm pretty sure he is, but I, hmm. I guess, I don't know. If you're willing to pull out someone's eye to win a match and there's no belts on the line, you, my friend, are evil. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and, and I well, think that brings us to our next. But, but then, then again, you know, you know, Shayna Baszler did chew some fucking Becky's neck off, but she was evil for that too. But yes. uh, I, I don't think none more evil than betrayal, right? Yeah, maybe a backstabbing, if you will. 
but then you know also with a little bit of whiff of uh, double championships. Mm-hmm. And if uh, if you're sleeping on what, what we're picking up here, man, uh, get it evil. Uh, uh? New Japan uh-huh. just had a New Japan Dominion. <sighs> Did um, they? And has some major developments going through. Well, see, reigning former, I guess former now, former reigning, uh, you know, double champion, IWGP mm-hmm. heavyweight and uh, intercontinental champion as mm-hmm. well, uh, Tetsuo Naito came out to greet winner of the New Japan Cup, which mm-hmm. was evil, and to which he threw up a Bullet Club sign mm-hmm. as opposed to the, the LIJ sign, yeah, just, the, the, you know, fist. the fist. And next thing we know, we have a brand new member of the Bullet Club. And that's night one. Mm-hmm. Night two, evil upsets Naito. Oh yeah, and that and chair shot. Whew. It's you know, double champ, new champ, mm-hmm. possibly new stable leader. I don't know where Jay White fits into all this. Yeah, I will say this: what I saw that was weird was the only members besides Chase that I see that are like in. in I don't know if it's because they weren't there or something, but it seems like the ones that are on the scene are like the kind of lower tier members of Bullet Club. You know what I mean? I'm not seeing uh, the gorillas. I'm not seeing any of those guys. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the Tongans, nobody. So it's like, is this? You know who I see is who's the guy that's? Uh, he's always, he used to be on BTE all the time. Uh, he's like Tokyo the pimp pimps. dude. Tokyo pimps. Tokyo pimps. Yeah, he, I saw him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I don't. I don't know. It, it's it's weird, but it, it is very intriguing. It's very. I want to know what his involvement is with Bullet Club long term for sure. And then uh, his partner came out and helped him too. I forget. I can't. His name. See, his name escapes me because it's been yeah, a while. Since I know I, you're talking about. Yeah, I'm trying to remember too. Because it was a big ass effing deal. Which it was. The thing, the reason why I was asking you off off camera too, I was like, I mean, what is he still in Bullet Club? Is because this homie who came through still had the LIG patch on on his uh, whatever his shirt he was wearing. Yeah, that was weird. I I, I forgot about that part. But you too, know, yeah. you know, wrestling's weird. But you know, there's 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 you know three belts in the in the household now. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you got uh, Io Shirai. Yeah, if you guys you know, who listen and you may not know, yeah, E.L. Shirai is uh, engaged to uh, evil uh, in real life. So everyone's waiting for that to happen, man. But yeah, um, champ, yeah. champ, champ, champ. You know, another thing that's interesting on, on the tail end, you know, because we had talked about potential uh, departure from WWE with E.L. Shirai going back to Japan, mm-hmm. going back, you know, to whether it's wrestling or to be closer to her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, another name that's been actually rumored is uh, Kyrie Sane. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this a couple times. I know she has had multiple interests from Bushi Road, the parent company with, uh, I believe it's All Japan, New Japan as well. I mean, they've expressed literally a year ago that they would love to have both EO and um, Kyrie back. Would. You know, and Kyrie, I believe her husband lives in Japan. So really, she has all the reasons to move back. Um, in my opinion, though, I keep hearing multiple different sources. I heard the reason she's been off TV was just for precautions, not for contract disputes, but is WWE ever going to tell you the truth? You know, what well, I mean? I mean, precaution would be probably the better story to tell because yeah. the people are mad. Oh yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> about they, what's been going on? Yeah, but right. You talking about with Nia? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, before we get into, uh, you know, we always get into review here. Got to mm-hmm. get into the week of wrestling. Got uh, one yeah. more thing I thought was important one to more. point out. Uh, because you know, even last week we did a little uh, today in, uh, in the history of pro wrestling sort oh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, nine years ago, John Cena and CM Punk, Money in the Bank. I saw that. Yeah. You know, nine um, years. Nine years. It's crazy, right? Man. Um, I approach baby like mom. What's your Asian type? Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, um, and you know it, it's it was cool because uh, you see Punk is actually he actually tweeted about it and uh, oh yeah that was did, a moment. He said I did a thing nine years ago couldn't have done it without at John Cena and at WWE Armstrong obviously a uh, referee. Oh, okay, Armstrong. I was like he gave props to WWE and then he said Armstrong. I was like okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> That's why I made sure. Yeah. And most importantly, the fans, that crowd, that atmosphere is something I'll never forget. Thank you all. Hashtag MITB. That's what's up, man. Yeah, that was, I mean, Jones that's show. still I, – I could watch that match any day of the week. I'm a fan of that See, match. I, I, was ta- I was talking to Baka about that because he seems to think that that's, uh, like that's uh, John Cena's best match ever. Uh, you know what? I think it's up there. Um, well, it's interesting I was even, he would say that without yeah. him winning the match. Well, I was thinking that even the match that he had with Punk on Raw to determine who was going to go on to face uh, the, Rock. the Rock was yeah. that was even. I mean, that was a banger. I mean, he pulled out a pile driver. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and the, and I think Cena did a Hurricane Rana. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. I mean, it's just it's one of those things where like it's what, almost ten years now, and we're still talking about it. Yeah. I mean, it's I, you'll never moment, forget you know? that that scene when. They're in Chicago. Yeah. I think he just wore that. I think he wore that that black and or the white and black shirt that day, that best in the world shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was almost like a, yep, this is where I'm going out in. You know what I mean? And then just the, first of all, the feeling, because you didn't really know. Like, I guess he could, but would he? And what would they do with it? So I think the unknown just made it so great and unpredictability. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it gave the place electricity. You got it in Chi-Town. And, uh, of the, all places, yeah. Exactly. And that picture you will always see. Punk about with one leg over the barricade, holding the belt, looking at McMahon and Cena and blowing a kiss. Saying, yeah. kiss it goodbye, basically. And then joining his brethren in Chicago. I, I, that, you can't forget that. And, you know, I was talking, to, again, to uh, Tabaka and, and uh, Brian Andrew. You know, again, we do the, the flow show whenever, I, I believe, every week. For the love of yeah, wrestling. you guys, you know, give us a follow. Uh, follow. Flow, flow, flow Wrestling Show. There you go. But, uh, yeah, I was talking to them about that. I was like, the reason why that was so great is because it makes so much, you know, the whole art imitates life and reality and, you know, the work, the shoot. You know, we knew there was something going on behind the scenes because he had been working without contract and they were negotiating still and all this stuff, which they very seldom play on. But, you know, I was trying to explain to them, like, the reason why this was a big deal, you know, and and I give credit to Vince, is because – the last time we saw him in a unique situation, specific, almost as specific as this, mm-hmm. historically, yeah, he screwed the guy. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that he allowed Punk to have that moment in Chicago to trust him, yeah. to come out looking like the fool out of the situation, perceptionally to the crowd and storyline, that's a huge leap that I would have never thought of. Like, if someone would have told me that that's... That that match would have ended that way with the stipulations at you know what was at oh, stake. Yeah. Like Vince ain't gonna let that happen. No way. Yeah, not Vince, sometimes when stipulations are dropped, it's almost like a okay. Well, we know what's gonna happen. Like to a, yeah. a certain degree, it like yeah. corners the market on possible ways, false this match finishes, can, and different, exactly. and different. Yeah. And so yeah, I get you on that. So when you when you think of all that, you go, oh crap, they gave this guy, they yeah. let him run off with it, you know. And so I get you. And I, the whole the, moment and everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, very very like crazy maybe crazy the times. Is, is there wasn't a WCW that he could have ran to, and he wasn't scared of it. Well, guys. you know, but you know, there was there was those promos he was cutting. Like maybe I'll go back to Ring of Honor. Maybe I'll go to New Japan. Maybe he was oh, saying these yeah, things. Yeah, you're right. And it, and he so, and he has gone to Impact before when they were TNA, like for for a couple like a couple quick shots before yeah. he got in a fight with who was it? Was it Teddy Hart? So, it was so yeah. It was somebody. We're talking there. about CM Punk here and, and Teddy Hart. So <laughs> those guys in their early career or some could have been each other. Could have been yeah. could have been the same guy two different times. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but 
Yeah, no, I just thought it was, uh, you know, definitely worth highlighting that. Again, nine years ago today, still a moment, obviously. We remember it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll watch it. We'll get the chills still. Um, and then you, you got to also think about not only did he let him win, they tried to cash in with uh, with ADR, and he escaped. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Like, they yeah. let him, they let him, like, like totally just and, and, chill. And like, I remember that when that happened. off. Uh, uh, he hit him with a clean head kick and just yeah. got it. And I remember thinking, just rolled out. Yeah, I, get the fuck out. Yeah, because you're thinking, out. oh, okay, this is what they're doing. ADR is gonna, you know, yeah, yeah. And so that way they give us what we want, but not, but not, you know? yeah, yeah. And all the people that try to run the in perver- to, to help him try to screw the you know, proverbial yeah. rug from underneath the, yeah, you know, and like Cena was stopping everybody from coming in. Yeah, and, uh, that, and that was the thing that everybody was like, man, maybe you shouldn't have done that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> maybe we. <laughs> oh man, but I was funny. like, oh yeah, maybe maybe uh, Triple H should have done that. Boom. Anyways, nine years. Um, crazy. <laughs> we're gonna go into you want to i mean uh, you know i guess we can get into a little bit of review now oh i, I don't know i mean you got anything else no not really i mean there's a few i mean there's definitely some, some cool stuff on nxt but you know if you want to hit a break we can hit well a break. you know the only thing I, I gotta say is uh let me get your opinion on, on a call that I, I think joe's trying to get over right now okay uh and that's uh, Samoa Samoa Joe. Joe. yeah okay. on, on raw commentary he said uh, and this was during the uh, alistair black match he said it was going for the for the black mass, and he goes, "Cue up the choir. It's time for mass." I'm not mad, <laughs> but 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 I was like, "Is that going to be like the new like queuing up the band for like sweet chain music?" That would be pretty cool. I mean, no one's come up with anything, and, and when I say no one, I, I'm really thinking about. I'm looking at Morrow, who, who's like <laughs> pun heavy. You know what I mean? We're looking at you, Mister Literation. Uh, I, like I'm surprised he never came up with something. He probably did, but nothing close like that. That's a pretty good line. That's a really good line. Yeah, I mean, it's all about delivery. Or you know I, what I mean? Or my man, let, me, let me pull a Taz right as we go to commercial. Hey, I like that line. Did you catch <laughs> you that? Heard the, you, was that? I thought that was Excalibur oh, that said man, that. that was Taz, man. Is this Tag Team Heaven or Tag like Team you. Hell? <laughs> hey, I really like that I line. I like that line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your oh, mic's on, man. Dip. <laughs> oh, man, that was great. Um, but, yeah, we'll go into a, a break real quick, and then we'll be back again, once again, with uh, this week's rendition of the Wednesday Night Wars, of course, featuring uh, NXT. But I think we're going to go. Are we gonna, well, what do you think? We're going to hit up Fight for Di- the Falling? Yeah, I think. Yeah, that, that's right. That was, dang, we didn't even predict on that. But, it, you know, that, that card was so last minute, too, except for the main. But, yeah, we'll go into Fight for the Fallen. I'm sure we'll go on to the other side of black and gold. <laughs> but first, some ads. And we'll be right back. What's going on, y'all? It's Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show, man. I just got to shoot you guys a huge thank you because it's been a wonderful three years. Myself, Mark McFly, and Doc Lesnar, we've been doing this. It's been a great journey for three years, man, trying to put on for the culture, man, call great matches, just doing all kinds of media and hidden shows. It's been great. It's been great. The experiences interacting with fans online and off has been tremendous, man. The support, always appreciated. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in to the news, everything we ever just contribute, as well as everything we do on the media side. Again, it's been a blessing, and I want to thank you guys. And the way we want to thank you guys is offer you guys a sweet deal for our brand new merchandise. This year, we kicked it off with a brand new logo. Now we have merch with that logo on it, and it could be yours for $10 right now until the end of February. That's right, until 12 o'clock after AEW Revolution. We will be there live. 
it'll be a great offer ten dollars a shirt each we have three sizes currently right now medium large and xl all you gotta do is email us at the quincy jones show at gmail.com hit us up with your size and also your address of where we can send it to and you could also send us a ten dollars whether you got cash cash money we got cash app we got venmo we got zelle we got paypal whatever it is hit us up we'll accommodate all you got to do is hit us up if you want to support again Want to thank you guys for all the support. Right now, we got a special sale, $10 per shirt, all the way to the end of February. All because it's our three-year anniversary, man. All that and more. Don't forget to subscribe everywhere and follow us on social media for more updates on new merch coming soon. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. Home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Yep, yep, yep. We are back from that break. It's review time, sir. Yes, go. Wednesday Night Wars. We'll kick it off on the AEW side. Fight, Fight for, for the, the Fallen Fundraiser yeah. Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, we we kicked it off with, uh, I mean, last week we were left with trying to figure out who Cody was going to defend his uh, TNT title against. Why, we why? would find out, I think, maybe days after releasing last episode, Sonny Kiss would be the one who awarded the, uh, you know, the spot to go ahead and Stretch his legs a bit. And, you know, this was an interesting matchup. It's what opened the show. Um, and I, I wasn't sure at first. I had to go back and rewatch it. And I, I got to say, I'll commend commentary does a really good job pointing out little things to get the type of match that it, it or, or the purpose of the match to play out. You know, they're basically playing off of Cody's. You know, he's talking about he wants to take on this schedule like no one else, and it seems to be catching up with him because he was definitely making mistakes throughout the match that he would not normally do, the way he would pin, the leverage of pin he would use, uh, arguing with the ref. Never seen that, you know. Push-ups. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, I mean, we've seen him do the push-ups, <laughs> but funny, to, yeah. when he started it off with that push-ups, kiss the canvas, push-ups, you know, that's like, again, something Quincy Jones here has said a lot on this show is we are seeing bits and pieces of the heel Cody come mm-hmm. to the surface, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I think the I, only I thing so. to, uh, the other thing to bring up, I, I believe so too, is that Tully Blanchard was very interested in this matchup. Now, the question is, was he scouting as a challenger or recruiting? That's, yeah. that's I mean, because like, that's, that's the thing, is he could, uh, you know, first of all, let me just say this. I have nothing against Sonny Kiss, mm-hmm. but Fight for the Fallen, you know, as a pay-per-view, Cody needed someone that was going to be a believable challenge. Yeah. And I say that confidently to to state, clearly, no one believed that Sonny Kiss was going to win and, and walk away as a TNT champion. I'm sorry, but it, there's nothing that, that Sonny has done to establish no. yeah. himself on the main roster for one to warrant that spot. But it is open challenge, so I get the loophole there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cool. That's Granted, probably one of the biggest points you can make right there, yeah. But it's like Sonny's been oftentimes more than not featured on Dark, has had a few glimpses on a few of the early episodes of, of uh, Dynamite, I believe, uh, even served as a, as a – I don't want to say a squash match, but an enhancement match mm-hmm. uh, maybe like earlier this year. But you – I mean, up until – uh, Joey Janela has beef with Lance Archer. You didn't really see yeah. Sonny on the main roster. I mean, I, I, now that I think about it, she did a, a few uh, uh, tapings where she – not tapings, I'm sorry, uh, episodes where she tagged with Gold or Dustin. Yeah, You know what I mean? Right, so I remember, that, yeah, yeah. I remember that. But 
Yeah, there hasn't you know, been a consistent, um, I think, train behind Sonny. We saw yeah, Sonny yeah. have uh, her first match against Peter Avalon at the last fight for the fight. Oh, true. He very opened, true. Opened the match. So right. That's why I thought that's why they opened it that way. Hmm. But I agree. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cody tried to do his best to make uh, Sonny Kiss look good. And I think if you see Sonny Kiss and, 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 and if you've watched his matches, he does – I think some really cool things stylistically. You know, they said that was the match, the axes and O's, which was basically a uh, somersault axe kick, you know, yeah. on, on Cody. Or the I know he does the four fifty, which is kind of like a Houston hangover. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like 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 right on the mid rope. You know, I, I and, and even there was a point where he was able to counter. You know, uh, the crossroads into one of his own. And I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought he would have done that. And there no, was no. no flim flam. I mean, well, yeah, flim flam. Well, well, but it wasn't no whack crossroads either. No, no, it, it was no, it was done great. But uh, the reason why it didn't really move me is because I've seen him with other opponents hit that. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing I had to love to say as far as the choice of it being Sunny Kiss before I can actually just dissect the match mm-hmm. uh, is I felt like somebody else. Uh, that spot. Well, two people I thought maybe someone like a Sean Spears, but then you know you go back mm-hmm. to the Tully thing. You know, is he scouting Cody or is he scouting Cody for maybe Sean, a future yeah. opportunity for oh, Sean? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe taking notes like this is how he is open challenge. We need something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, maybe that's what he's doing. Who knows? Do you um, think Tully I, being out there? You think maybe that was also supposed to look like it plays a part in Cody's nerves? Because I mean, from that slingshot suplex, which is notable. Which and is how his it's kind of botched, yeah. you know. He was just kind of making like weird mistakes throughout well, the match, you know. But just... you know, it's, it's it's funny that you bring that up because I just remember that they made note that that's a move that Tully uses. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, because what's his name uses it a lot in his tag matches. Dax. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they also but, noted the, uh, you know, of course, Jr.'s got to get his Bob Holly reference in, you yeah, because he doesn't and, know that Cody got that move from, from Bob Holly when long, they were tag team from champions long ass time ago. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say is another person that could have been who desperately needs something because he's in limbo with the amount of buzz they build for him, and then now he's just kind of suffering at the hands of someone else's sins. Is a guy like Kip Sabian would have been probably a, a, oh yeah a, another or someone even Scorpio Sky would have been Scorpion Sky would have been another excellent one absolutely I would love um, to see those two but yeah I mean you know again not to beat up on on Sunny it's just there was nothing that told that screamed to me that oh this is Sunny's night. Because mm-hmm. we haven't seen a whole lot of Sonny building up to this point yet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it was really an introduction. Yeah, and it really was, and it, which is fine. You know, this, that's a lot of what Cody's doing. But I just thought again for it being a, I mean, because the the other, only other uh, logical pick, especially when you saw him out there later that night, why wouldn't Jake Hager just open as for the open challenge? Yeah, just answer it again. He's back from suspension. You but, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, especially after the the whatever kind of finish that they had. Mm-hmm. It just it would have made a little bit more sense, but you know, yeah, giving people more of a reason to tune in. You know? Definitely, and, and and I think that's what it is. This type of match worked well, but I don't think it it didn't work for that opponent because I think Cody's made a habit of trying to make guys look good losing, you know. Yeah. And but he tried to do that while trying to sell a different story. You know, it was just a different type of match that he would usually utilize to help do that. So I think that kind of yeah. showed a bit. It was a little convoluted. Um, Cody would get the win. He, he hits a really nasty crossroads. Uh, Taz, make sure yeah. he lets you know how supine the spine was. Yes, he did. Um, and I gotta <laughs> get, I gotta give uh, two commentary notes. One, Jr. Man, you're killing me. You gotta get this consistency. You know, he mentions when Cody teases the weight belt. Oh, don't get DQ'd, and 
Cody's used it in countless matches and has gotten away with it. So it kind of seemed with, like, with him as commentator. Yeah, exactly. Like him witnessing, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was a little foolish. Um, yeah. But I will give tip my hat to uh, Taz, who no pun intended. You know, did a good job to stir it up. He said, you know, he I he said how ironic that Sunny Kiss was scouted a year prior and signed by Cody's wife. You know, and so you had to wonder if that was playing into, you know, the the factor. But he mm. would win with the crossroads. Um, it was weird because he seemed like he was just so frustrated. You know, the turnbuckle pad removing, again, yeah. arguing with the ref. Yeah. You never see him argue with Aubrey anyway. Um, but then, he, you know, he hugs Sonny, you know, and, and commends him for his effort. And that's pretty much the end of the seg. Like, I thought it was leading to something. but Yeah, I thought we were going to see a little bit uh, more seeds or whatever you want to, you know, breadcrumbs, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. But. Um, you know, it just, you know, it gets us to the next week. Cause I mean, if he's going to keep, you know, quote unquote, cutting the largest schedule that anyone's ever seen, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If he's going to do that, then we should be expecting another, uh, defense next week. Right. I would assume so. Um, if not, you know, he, hey, I'll give him a reprieve. I'm not tripping off that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, even Brian Andrew was saying that, you know, since we, we knew that, uh, we weren't going to be getting a, a W world championship match on night two. Mm-hmm. Of uh, uh, Fighter Fest that they should have just had Cody defend the title again. Yeah, really. I mean, it's another week. I mean, he was even uh, saying maybe they should have had Brian Cage answer the the call. I would not be mad at that. I, I would. I don't, sure. I, but how would you have booked that? You know, because I was saying. That, I mean, if he's if he's debuting that night and then the next quote unquote night or week, whatever, however you know, you know what I mean? Because they did film it back to back. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, that's, it's like yeah. then then he gets a championship. I mean, because you can't you know have him Cody beat him, but yeah. then Cody. Just has this belt, and he's talking. You know what I mean? It's and the, and then at the same time, it's the week that the FTW belt gets bestowed on him. So it's like a lot. Yeah, this just yeah, yeah. That, that could have been tough. Yeah, maybe if they didn't brandish that last week, who knows? But um, but yeah, that was that was the TNT title defense this week. So yeah, you're right. We'll have to see who steps up next week. But this brings us to our boys, FTR. Yeah, man. In a match, taxi match. Yeah. Um, dun, against dun, the Lucha dun, Brothers, man. Yeah. Um, first thing I can say is, and it does, you know, it, it answers my question at the very end, and I don't want to cut right to it, but I just think it's kind of dumb that they still have the have the truck. They're still yes. in possession of the truck. It's been two weeks or whatever, a week, and it's like, okay, they won. Why are they still hanging out together, and why are they I still mean, in the truck? Yeah, I mean, if anything, it should have just been the the Lucha Bros in the truck, and yeah, they don't they don't need the Butcher and the Blade anymore. Especially mm-hmm. they're the one who won the match for their team, anyways. Exactly. What I did like though. Is uh Tully's out there again? Yeah, he was. Got to love that man. And and and, when, and if you didn't notice, you know he 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 threw up, after they got the win. He threw up the four again. Yeah, I did notice that. I, but, I, he, but he did it this way where he's like he's showing the four at him, like mm-hmm. he's like four. Well, you know what? That's what I I'll really like. I'll take four down right there. Mm-hmm. Four. But that's what that interview I sent you. I thought it was very interesting when they yeah. asked him, "Oh, who would you be in a, in a <laughs> us a two Arn and Tully?" Yeah, I thought, yeah. I mean, two two managers and but a tag then, team. That's pretty cool. But they did talk about how you know you know Hangman Page is quote unquote They're quickly becoming buddy. one of our good friends right now. End quote. Yeah, and we'll get to that a little later yeah, on as well. Yeah. In this match, notable things I could say. I was a little concerned for uh, Dax. He took a hell of a missile drop kick from Phoenix. Uh, you know, the Lucha Bros would hit their, uh, you know, their patented uno, dos, tres super kicks uh, to uh, Cash. And then, you know, Phoenix rolls out and hits this, like, kind of a torpedo-like drop kick from the apron. It kind of leaves a gash in Dax's chest. And they even note it later on. So, 
you know, shouts to Dax. You know, I mean, they go through several miles of bad wood. I was, wa- I was waiting tough. for they're not, it. They're not body guys. They say that, but you know, but they're damn tough, country tough. You know, but um, stuff I like, man. Uh, that there's that weird. Um, I guess I want to call it an inverted Steiner bulldog. Oh, dude, yeah, that was it. Was so. It was in a power bomb position, mm-hmm. but then he spun around like he was doing like what the uh, what, what's the name of that move the the that uh, it's like a fall away power bomb that Jeff Hardy does it. Oh, the alley oop. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. It was almost like an alley oop bulldog. Yeah, and, and it was and, and it really is. It's funny. It's like it really was the Steiner bulldog, except instead of being on one side of his shoulders, he was in the power oh, bomb position, like you said. Yeah, he just spun him around. Yeah, so, actually, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Cash hit a uncharacteristic suicide dive tornado DDT. Yeah, uh, and, and he yeah, always he, he always does stuff like where he's his, his size does not define his ability I, at I, all. I love the you know he's he's mentioned that he he's able to do some stuff, but he doesn't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but what I loved about it is he pulls it out here. Yep. In a match against guys like the Lucha Bros, where so. he's got more freedom. Yeah, definitely. But but, then, it, but it makes so much. It's like, well, I'm a, I'm gonna beat you at your own game, kind of. I got some stuff, too. You know, it's funny you say that because that's kind of how they won. You know, Phoenix would snap off that, like, Tiger Fink spin kick. Yeah. Um, he does get a nice one, and then, and then he goes he for one, it again. Yeah, one too many times. Yeah, the wheel, and, and Dax would uh, go ahead and duck that one and uh, immediately rip the mask off and uh, roll him up. Yeah. And, uh, win the, and you know what? I wasn't even mad. We never are mad when no, they win like that. It, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, cool. This is finally, wrestling. Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, because, it, 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 you know, I love them. You know what I mean? The, obviously, it's not a secret. We we are, our, our sign off is always top guys out. You yep. know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's just how it, it's always been like. It's just, we, we like what it represents. Like, these guys, they, they just always had our eye, bro. Like, yeah. I, they just carry themselves a certain way they that really we do. admire and appreciate. And you, you know, know what I mean? it was, too, was at first we were like, oh, okay, I think they're trying to be like Arn. And, you know, and we, we kind of made light of it, but then they made us believe. Like, that's why I think those are the ones I love more. It's the ones that make me into believers. Yeah. Because you know what to I mean? us, I that think make that, me buy in, I respect that a whole lot. Oh, more. yeah. Because I think to us at that time, when you, yeah, you're right. We're like, oh, I think they're trying to be like the brain busters or something. But you say that thinking, I don't know if that can work in a modern age. And then, oh, hey, words, you were tasty. They they yeah. showed us exactly how they were able to maneuver it. Yeah, and, they're kind of wrestling. And you know what? Honestly, it blessed them that they had the opportunity to get it to work in NXT first because it wouldn't have survived if they, it was, you know. Yeah, very true. And, you know, but, with, with this match, um, we, like I said, we do kind of get finally a conclusion to the – the, the truck thing, because even yeah. JR mentions it, you know, in a fourth wall, lightly tapping way on commentary. But, um, you know, you'll see. Yeah, you'll see. Stop doing that. Yeah, because it's like, hey, man, you're, you're kind of if you point out the fourth wall, then you're everyone the vibe, does. man. Yeah. But uh, Butcher and Blade, you can see them. They're taunting, holding the keys at the truck. Young Bucks are right behind them. Boom. Super kick party. They retrieve the keys. They're heading to the ring. And, oh, Kenny Omega is also heading to the ring. He's got a cooler that has a very really bad decal. Kenny the cooler. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, nice. It's got a, a FTR decal on it, and uh, it's a it's a basically a peace offering. Oh, you know what? That that may have been the cooler they brought out with them um, when they were when they came out oh, Okay, so Okay, so maybe he reused that one. As maybe that's, yeah, maybe he but, was like, I got y'all some fresh beer. On yeah, me, boy. Yeah, you know, and it was a peace offering because they, they you know offered the beers <laughs> last week, <laughs> and he – Cheers, but he, you know, he poured the beer out. And the thing is, too, it's kind of arguable. We all know Kenny doesn't drink. He, he doesn't drink. You know, but so it's kind of funny, like, if he would have just done that anyway. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to wonder, like, if he did drink, 
Yeah. Would you report it out? <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe that's where they need to. That's the bone of contention right there. But he hands him the beer and says, "Hey, man, let's do this right." You know, I'm an a hole from last week. We saw it kind of play it on BTV yeah, yeah. a little bit. They cheers and he goes to sip and they pour their beers on his head. You know, and it was well played timing wise and everything. Yeah, yep. uh, he knows he kind of deserves it, but still gets a little mad and the bucks restrain him. Yep. And, and uh, they just head off to their car and they get out of Dodge back to them bag. Well, what I loved is you hear Cash. <laughs> We're gonna drink some real beer. <laughs> Yeah, he did say that. And that, again, will be uh, definitely, um, you know, a, a, a important fact for later, I should say. I, would, I mean, I think it's, like, in, indicative, definitely. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. But uh, where do we go from here? We had a uh, champion yes. is in the ring. And, yeah. um in full swing with uh, the rest well, of the well, I, I, oh. Yeah, it was weird. I, um, yeah. I started writing, oh, Jericho enters with the entire – Inner circle, and then I was like, "Oh wait, now Sammy's not here because you didn't hear him." Is it the the thinner circle? Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I think we just got our uh, episode name. No, I've used it before. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, um, I mean, he does say he had a pretty—I won't say classic, but one of his best matches with Orange—and he teases, "Oh, you guys want it? Me, uh, you know, there's money in it. You guys want to see another rematch?" Of course, he says no. Um, How'd you feel about the promo? People—he was getting a lot of flack for that, but I feel like he worked everybody. I think he did a little bit too. Um, it, it's it's weird. The whole segment as a whole, I go back and forth on because, generally speaking, and I, uh, it, it seems like it was the WWE type of tactic, but at the same time, it, it they I think they did better with it than WWE would have. Um, I think they would have made it a little bit more corny, but. Yeah, I mean, to me, yeah, he he does talk about, he does point out the demo, calls himself the demo god, which yeah. I, I think is great how he was able to coin that. I, I thought I thought so too because you know everyone's been you know they're they've been criticizing him with these tweets. He's been and we did too, mm-hmm. you know. But then maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he was working all of us into that. Oh yeah, I think like, so like too. For, trying to you know what I mean? not like, see it come because even when yeah. he was like you know pouring it like this is for you and one for your dead career. <laughs> <laughs> and then that would bring, you know, Cassidy out, and he just kind of does, like, the, the Triple H thumbs up, thumbs down a little bit, you know, and that's uh, when yeah, we get. Yeah, it definitely had a little bit of, uh, what, DX humor? Yeah, or, or, or it could even be, like, uh, what is it, um, Gladiator, you know. Oh, that's true. I, I was thinking about DX when they slimed uh, oh, very uh, true. Yeah, Spirit yeah. Squad. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, very true. Yeah, there's a lot of, too, double Triple H on Tundra. Oh, man, crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he, um, and, you know, of course, this orange juice would come down, and it, it you know, it. I thought it was well done. Um, I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> Jericho seemed like he got a lot of it. Hager looked like it just bounced right off of him. But, yeah, he was unaf- uh, unbothered. Yeah, know, Ortiz, know. I thought, did a good job with his timing of slipping. I, I thought he was going to be the one that was going to overdo it for a little bit. Okay, yeah, I was wondering if you were – I was like, I wonder if he thinks he overdid it or if he was just right. I think it was just right because you know what it was, His timing man? was great, it, yeah. It's that towel. The timing of the towel – Oh, with yeah. Cassidy's face, I was like, oh, man, this is good. And and his timing with presenting it and wanting to throw a tantrum and grab the mic, it, it, I thought that whole thing was done, you know, fairly well. So yeah, it makes yeah. it seem like maybe it's not done with Orange. Um, you know, I don't know. And, and after this, he will join commentary. And uh, this kind of goes on to the Jurassic Express who are in the back and – Marco's laughing it up because you know he, he's had his things with with Jericho in the inner circle. That's true. I forgot so. about that. That's very and, true. Uh, you know, and, and Luchasaurus kind of gets a little impassioned and is like, "Hey, this isn't funny. I've waited sixty five million years to fight the elite. You know, let's get ready and get your kick pads." <laughs> yeah, and, that was what's funny because I was like, "He never has kick pads." On. Yeah, I, was, I, I was thinking he's like, like, he's like, "Never mind. Let's just go." <laughs> wow, man. 
but no, you know that uh, was that match next? Uh, yeah, yeah, that would turn yeah. into the uh, the, the, the six man, and and I I gotta say too, you know, Jericho hears that and he's like, I'm gonna kick these guys' ass. <laughs> like he's got a list now. Orange is on the list. Jurassic Express is on the list. He, he does probably he, he don't have enough. a real list, but if he had a list, yeah, that would be the list. Well, it had me thinking, you know, Jurassic Express versus Jericho and. Um, Proud and powerful would be an awesome match. Yeah, that would be good. You know, in terms of six man, that so definitely who knows? Would be good, yeah. But yeah, this does bring us to um, I would say probably one of the bigger matches. I can, of the I'm night. sorry, I could also see if it was uh, MJF and Wardlow teaming with Jericho for like a yeah three on three type of situation. That would be actually I would I would enjoy that because then yeah, mm-hmm. it's very equally matched right there. Boom, boom, book it, man, book it, man. But uh, yeah, no, Jurassic Express versus the Elite. First time I've seen these guys clash. Yeah, um, I told you off, Mike. This not to insult the quality of the match, but it, it, I called it the video game match because there was just so much craziness going on. But it's that it had a lot of that indie flavor that that brings a lot of us Californian it, wrestling fans to the table. And you with know? indie flavor, that comes indie logic. Yes, um, at times. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't translate well by coastally. No, if oh, that's no. a word. Yeah, and I will <laughs> say Omega when he came out looked pretty moody. Well, you know right? what? Because of the, because the. I ain't beer. gonna lie. Like you know, it's funny they joked about it in BT about like, no man, he's going back to the cleaner. I saw him. I saw uh, uh, hair plugs in his Amazon yeah. cart. Oh yeah, and he had a trench coat. But like, I low-key think he's. There's little inklings of him getting back to. The, I mean, because his his hair with the with the uh, beer in it. Yeah, reminded me of him dressed up like a kuma. Yeah, no, very much so. Which and, you know they are pushing that uh, that T-shirt right now. So and they were kind of like they they threw a little bit. Remember he had this thing with he Mox was healing this it time. Up. Was it this time last year? Maybe where he you know even what they were wondering is he going to have to be the cleaner to defeat Mox? And, oh, that's and true. Even bringing out the the broom and with all the that. Yeah, because yeah. you know I think the fight for the fallen. Or is either fight for the fallen or fight Fest when they had the unsanctioned match with him and Jimmy, uh, him and Joey, Janela, mm-hmm. and and then if you remember, Kenny Omega got his revenge on jo- on John Moxley yeah, after right. that match and mm-hmm. fucking stomped on him. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was oh, that was brutal. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and, and I, the only thing that killed that was he was still dressed like a boy. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. But it was oh I was man! Like, Dang. But uh, no, uh, one of the Don't things I thought Akuma that was mad. Right. Uh, one of the things <laughs> that was cool in this match, uh, Nick does his, uh, you know, he does his, his slingshot X factor. Yep. Early and uh, Jungle Boy counters with a handspring than a backflip, and I that, was that was dope. That was that was. But he, you know what? He, he I, went I, off in this match. I'm not gonna so. lie, like I was that that spot in particular. I thought it was cool, but then I was like, see, but this is the thing that Cornette would be mad at because instead of doing a backflip, he could have done a handspring into a uh, a front basement dropkick to actually hurt him. Oh yeah, he could. He pro- you know yeah, what I mean? No, like yeah, it, yeah. Instead of just like oh, wasted motion. T- you know, tit for tat. What's up, Slick Nick? Mm-hmm. Ah, very true. <laughs> But I enjoyed it, but I was just thinking, again, that logic thing I was talking about, that indie thing. like Oh, yeah. no, And you know what? I, with this match, like, Speak there was on. a lot of things going on. You had Hangman being shown early on watching it from, I don't know if it was a bar or a place that had a bar. You know what I mean? It looked like a personal room or something with a bar inside. Uh, he's got the JD, uh, you know, on his on his right, and he's got a beer ready, so he's watching on. And I was even thinking, um, you know, just the thing with Kenny again. Like, didn't, didn't he at all, one point pour beer in? Yeah, and you saw the face he made like, as soon as he drank. Oh man! But uh, I was thinking it was a Coke, but I was like, oh, I guess it was I, a beer. I, I thought so too. I thought so too. I loved how Jericho demanded to see uh, Luchasaurus's birth certificate. Yeah, that was hilarious. You know? um, and I was gonna say, 
at, in the first moments before Kenny took off his shirt, because they kept saying <laughs> Jericho you know, was on he, that shirt thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Because I was wondering, like, why is he? He's like acting all moody. Because I will say that was one thing that sort of got spoiled for me was I saw a headline where it said Kenny turns heel, and I'm just like, what? I'm thinking that would be the dumbest thing if Hangman looks like he's the one that's been teased. And I was like, that would be a <laughs> really real. bad booking decision. And so <laughs> for real, so when yeah. I went to – I didn't know what to expect. So when I'm watching him, I will say this. In the beginning uh, uh, moments before he decides to take his shirt off, he sells pretty well for Marco. He does. Yeah. And I was very surprised how much he was willing to give. Yeah, I mean, because I, 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 I started to be like, you know – you know, I guess uh, hypothetically, like clearing my throat, like hey, watch mm. it, watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but then I was like, oh, okay, he ain't doing too much. He ain't doing too much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but you know, <laughs> anything you could expect in this match, that's pretty much you know how they delivered. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, the first big move was that trio offense. Uh, yeah, where he, I think they always was, do that. That spinning. Yeah, where yeah. Jungle Boy shoves Marco. Yeah, into and like a into rotation, a waist lock. Or I'm sorry, to a wheelbarrow rotation, yeah, over Luchasaurus's head, where he tosses him onto like power slam position on Matt, and then which point Jungle Boy runs and swings his feet as yeah. hard as he can, and he turns it into a swinging DDT, which is crazy. Like, yeah, it's just some that, that, that's literally some like tra- trapeze artist type shit. Yeah, and then <laughs> like even some, after that, <laughs> some Jungle, circus ass type like you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, the Cirque du Soleil, <laughs> like for like some for real, like that's that's crazy. Like just up 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 up. Dude, yeah, it, w- it was just a lot. It was like spinning plates, dude. Yeah, like dude. for sure. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, for real. Jungle Boy does that baseball slide, wheelbarrow, arm drag. Yeah, that was dope. And then Marco follows with a dragon rana from the apron. Is that what that was? I thought so, he, I thought yeah. he just did a running Hurricane Rana. I didn't realize yeah, I, it was dragon. Yeah, I was, dragon I was style. They were they were showing out, man. They were yeah, showing they, out. they you know, and obviously you know that's not how they are in every match. So I think we could kind of attest to what you know. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was. But still, you know, great opportunity. Uh, like you said, freaking Jungle Boy showed out, which was important, obviously. Mm. And you know what I noticed is uh, he has actually matching gear now with uh, with Luchasaurus. Too, yeah, so definitely, um, definitely. You know, we always say you know just the cohesion of things just helps the image take hold a little bit better you know what i mean oh yeah as far as translating from tv to to watching it on tv Mm -hmm. i guess now in the era we're in but i love that jericho was like you know because kenny would go on like a v trigger snapdragon frenzy on everybody on the team and he was like he's my new favorite wrestler because he's like yeah this guy's kicking the ass of the guys who just made fun of me that that that. was hilarious because it was like when i was in my head i was thinking i was like you know Jericho's really good because he'll bring up old history about someone and he'll like throw a dig, but then he'll still like, you know, accentuate some of their their strengths or talk, you know, big mm-hmm. them up still. But I was thinking, I was like, I wonder how he's gonna do this, you know, because obviously, the, I mean, these guys are gonna go in against the guys who just talk shit. And then as soon as I thought that, he's like, he might be my new favorite wrestler. I was like, Man. yeah, mine too. <laughs> I was like, Dude, and I was like, you know how I feel about Marco. Man. Oh was, yeah, and, and so I was just definitely. like, this is hilarious. But yeah, but, uh, with this yeah. match, I think it was just three more key things to really bring up. Yeah, I know yeah. they did hit that Tombstone Age and Jungle Cutter. Um, yeah, that was dope. which was dope. And then this was crazy when you saw the Super Kick party by the Bucks that would turn into a assisted Tiger Driver ninety eight. On, that was on, that uh, was I've never seen Lucha. that before. They yeah. do they crunch that was crunchy, bro. Oh, it definitely that was. That was major crunchy. <laughs> it was like, crunchy. They he defaulted that dude like oh, a lawn yeah. chair straight up. And I'd be remiss if I didn't talk. I mean, this was a ridiculous spot. Jungle Boy, right? He vaults Marco up onto Luchasaurus's yeah. shoulders, who's goozling the young bucks, and it just ends up just being Nick. 
and then he jumps off his shoulders and hits a destroyer into the ring. Yeah. Crazy. But unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yeah. You said it, it before, yeah. It, it's like last week with the Lucha, the eight-man tag where they did that yeah. crazy. And it was cool, but it, it just wasn't necessary. It, like, know? without it, it's still a great match. Exactly. Same thing with that spot. Without it, it's still a good match. Yep. You know what I mean? Despite if... You just would have gave Cornette a little bit less to talk about. Oh yeah, and this was basically, <laughs> and that's not the filter, man. It's just, it's just no. Again, it's, it's we, just we, what you don't. We want know, to. we know how how potent the Kool Aid is with certain people. Yeah, when, when and it's cringe, dude. Yeah, yeah. So. But this was, and uh, he goes to V Trigger Marco Lucha yep. shields him. He gets him anyway, and that then was a he good hits spot. Marco again. That was a good spot uh, for for Lucha. To do yeah, that. definitely. Yeah. And a big hard uh, one wing angel to end it one two three. After the match, you see Kenny. He's like, yeah. I won't say he's mounting uh, Marco, but he's standing over him, and he seems like he's visibly giving him credit. Then he starts pummeling him until just, the Bucks shove him off. Like, yeah. dude, what the hell? You know? And uh, that's kind of all that goes. It's like they kind of have this confused, I don't want to say squirmish or stare down, but it's like this weird, like, he keeps saying, yeah, it's in a match. What, what, do you, what do you expect? And like, dude, it's after the match. So that was kind of a, I won't say weird, but it was You're going to forgive me or not? You're going to forgive me or not? Yeah, yeah. You're going to you forgive know? me or not? I'm sorry. I'm trying to say sorry. Exactly. Now, for there, we go to Hikura Shida. Uh, she has an interview. Hikura um, head Marvez. Bro, man, her English, bro, is, is getting good. Yeah, it's getting better, yeah. It's getting really good. Definitely. And uh, Marvez, he notes, hey, you know, four out of your top five contenders. <laughs> hey. Are, are, uh, well, that's how he talks. No, I know. It's just like, <laughs> hey, I'm Marvez. Hey, I'm Marvez. I'm <laughs> and, he, and it's interesting when he said, he said four out of the top five are unable to wrestle. And I, I don't know if I've heard anything about Ford, but I started going down the line. I was like, okay, Chris Datlander, Britt Baker, both injured. Uh, Swole, suspended. suspended. You know, so I'm not too sure if something Maybe happened B. to Ford. Priestley? I mean, she I have recently hasn't been on on the show in quite some time. I'd say since 2019. What about Sha- like the Shaza McKenzie yeah, or, and, yeah, and, and Shanna? And, and Shanna, what about that? Or like Abaddon, you know? Yeah, like, was, well, she just signed, right? Yeah, but, hey, it's, it's a yeah. I mean, but because of this, basically, uh, they ask, hey, so since these contenders aren't you know able to basically you know to get a shot like they should, will you just give the rematch to Nyla? And she says, yeah, I'll do that. But at the same time, she basically says. You don't have to be a wrestler on this division. It's kind of what I got. She said, if you think you're strong enough, tough enough, you have enough passion, I'll be waiting for you. Um, I thought that was interesting by that. I mean, it, it seems like it's another open challenge type of storyline. Tessa. A little bit, and I could see that. But another person I thought about, and it's and I'd be <laughs> remiss if I didn't say it, is Deanna Perrazzo. Now, yes, mm. I know that she is working for Impact, but what I found out is it's strictly Perverse. on a handshake Deal, mm. but and they, they, is, they got her primed over. They got her well, primed, looking great against Jordan Grace right now for Saturday. Definitely, but let me tell you what my problem is, and this is just a side. Yeah, we'll grind your gears, my friend. Is that somebody had brought this up to Kenny Omega, okay, and saying, you know, I can't believe Kenny let her slide through his fingers and this, this, and that, you know, and he said, you know, Kenny responded by saying. Truly happy for Deanna, and I'm, I am incredibly proud of our division and its athletes, but you should try watching some of our matches. Start with the recent title match from a few days ago, and honestly tell me we need help, which would, at that time, I believe was when Sheeta won the belt. Oh, against Nyla. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, this Not, guy well, wrote, oh, oh, as opposed to the one against Penelope. Then. Exactly. Okay. Right? And then, so this guy wrote back, you know, with all due respect, I've watched them all. Women's wrestling yeah, is yeah. pretty much all I watch, and... 
He says, hey, man, strong thoughts, and I very much disagree with it, but that's completely fine. Watch what you enjoy, sir. And I'm just thinking, I, I saw this, and I said, I want to slap Kenny Omega. Well, I mean, face. again, like, it goes back to the inability to accept. I mean, like, you may not agree with them, but, you know, you're looking at it through your lens, and your lens is, is, is tainted because yeah. it's your division that you're in charge of. Exactly. Um, I, I Obviously, you know, Brandy Rhodes has, has a little bit of input as well. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we've heard – it's been Kenny, like for the majority, yeah. overseeing not only the talent bringing getting brought in, the creative, but the yeah, the creative as well. You know, so I mean, yeah. no one's criticizing you, my dude. We're just trying yeah, to we, 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 we want to help. More. Yeah, we want to we want to mm-hmm. see just we know y'all got some hitters, but you guys could do some more with you know what I mean. You like could sign some more hitters. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all could have more hitters to, to, to create even more hitters. For sure. And, and you know what? You said B Priestley. I know she's not exclusive to AEW. She she works multi-promotions, but she'd be a good person to really build uh, uh you know some well, uh, in, momentum with. You know, you're talking about someone that's not exclusive, but that's going to be appearing for them. We did see, uh you know, I, I believe it's for AEW Dark, and maybe it's for Dynamite. Mm. Uh, you know, Diamante is going to be facing Ivelisse. Yeah. Both of them would be great. Both of them would be awesome. And Ivelisse did show up in, uh, I believe it, it, it was the uh, buy-in. Was yeah, it, it was when Royale? they had the, the – the, the battle royale over the top for the women's, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. believe that was double or nothing. It might have been Fighter Fest, I think. Yeah, Fighter Fest, but I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, they could, that division could definitely use some more, uh, like, as you said, hitters, my friend. Thick, but, uh, thick, thickening up. Speaking of hitters, though, we gotta go to my yes. man Mox. He hits this promo. Um, I thought it was solid. I wait, mean, wait, was that before? I, I thought we at the. Maybe you're right, because I kept yeah, thinking yeah. that the promo was before their match. No, no, no. Yeah, it, the the John Moxley promo was before his match, but there was a couple things after that. But yeah, he basically yeah, okay. brought up, hey, you know, according to Technique by Taz, I won't be able to pick this guy up for the yeah. paradigm shift because he's too swole, you know? And he says, well, then I'll just go ahead and tear his bicep in two, you know, and reminds yeah. him it was the surgically repaired bicep that kept him out for five months. And they said on commentary later on, because we have reported on this show with much integrity that Brian Cage was signed to AEW, but we did not know what was going on. And it turns out it was because he had a torn bicep. The whole, I mean, we knew it was an injury, but we didn't know – why he was off TV and it was five months. So he threatens he will, you know, tear it clean off the bone and hopes he enjoys the hospital visit later. Well, the thing, the only thing I had a problem with is like this: the first time we heard Moxley even I agree. remotely bring up the arm. Um, if we would have heard it maybe with another promo, mm-hmm. especially if they would have had him do a promo knowing he wasn't going to be there. Yeah, from home or something. Something right where yeah. he can talk about it because that's what it is: is he was missing for two weeks and. And because he, he could have used it then. He could have related it to his own experience with almost losing his arm. Yeah. You know, with the with the staph infection and all that. You know what I mean? And um, you know what? We could have had something where, you know, he never got caged back from dumping him on that car. Maybe he from behind he's able to do what Hager did to Dustin. Early, I was thinking you know? the same thing, like, yeah. like the, car, the old car door trick. Yeah. Because then the finish and the, not the jump it would make a little bit more sense. But That's yeah. how I feel as well. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, whereas we have seen – uh, Moxley win with submissions before, you know, with the I believe uh, uh, he's in the, with the the rear naked choke. Before. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily his go to. Yeah, I, yeah, and, and I don't want to say it's not in his wheelhouse because we've seen him use. Yeah, it's like, definitely uh, within his forte. The, the regal stretch. He's done the bow and arrow lock. Yeah, you know, what I mean, he 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 can do what he's got to do when he needs to do it for sure. 
But uh, this yeah. brings us to the throwaway match: Nightmare Sisters, which have the lamest Titantron in the world, versus uh, Kenzie Page and Jay Jenkins. This is exactly how I wrote it. Brandy hits pump kick. Allie hits super kick. Brandy hits sling blade. Allie does drop down slap and bulldog for Dustin's approval, and then hits the elbow drop reverse DDT for the win, which is not her finish. Um, and if you need to know well, what that is, that's what Finn does when he catches you in reverse DDT position. Are you talking about the Eye of the Hurricane? Yes, thank you. That's what it's called. I couldn't remember the actual name. It's <laughs> Eye of the Hurricane. Um, thank you. you know, it's crazy. It's like uh, I thought Brandy was doing the uh, the Stardust or the, the what's it called the something matter. Oh, dark matter. The dark matter. I thought she was doing the dark matter for a while. You know, it's like I that just, leg sweep, like reverse STO. Yeah, I, and I like that move. It's like a half Nelson STO. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're and, right. You're but right. it's one of those things where I don't know. She's been doing the stunner and the spear. She did hit a spear, but it's like I, no one wanted to see this. I match, mean, you know, you know yeah, no, yeah. It's it was, like it was no kind of weird tag team division. So well, why does this need to happen? The thing that was weird about it is I did catch Dark, and they were on that match on Dark as well together. Yeah, I guess they, so, that was like their fourth win together. Yeah, they've been you know so. stringing up. I guess maybe this is something they're doing since QT's not back yet. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but didn't we get Nyla? Yep, this would be Nyla Rose. And, um, uh, Dosh is waiting for her to interview her, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, who is it?" She's like, "I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna let her tell everybody herself or themselves." And you're a big excuse me. Did, and, did she uh, say excuse me or did she say you got to be kidding me? Because that's no. So the song uh-huh. says excuse me. The Titan Tron says excuse me, and it's a uh, it's kind of a dubstep where it's like excuse me. That sounds like me like those World Star remixes. Yeah, yeah. What's name? Sway the Remix God. Straight up, it sounds like that. Sway the Remix God. But to me, it's like you can't copyright excuse me. You know. So that's what I mean, I'm thinking. Like, uh, I think they're good, but Jay Z's like, "Excuse me, miss." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cease and desist. This is a lot. You know, I just feel like then maybe, oh, bless you, is going to be copyrighted by somebody. Oh you know what I mean? So, but then again, that's why you when you go to a restaurant, they won't sing "Happy Birthday." Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, it's because uh, it's not public <laughs> which domain, is, yeah. which is so so shitty. It's crazy. It's so shitty. But uh, oh, you know, man. but so yeah, this would bring in Vicky Guerrero, uh, which was rumored. Uh, we were hoping it'd be maybe someone else, but we were hoping was it was going to be Taz, brother. Yeah, it, it would make more sense, I think. Um, but she comes and she says, you know, hey, we're going to chase the title, me and Nyla, when it's the perfect time. And then I had to go back uh, and realize she was cutting a lie, cheat, and steal oriented I was I promo. was waiting for you to bring that. You know, yeah. Because you guys are going to realize every, most of you in the locker room are, are lying, lying to yourselves. Your, yeah, you're not as good as you think you are. And was that, was you, said, you're not uh, smart enough to, to cheat to win. Yeah, you're not smart enough to cheat to win. And, and then uh, 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 Nyla's going to steal everything. Yeah, every opportunity yeah. you've ever dreamed of. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it was it a was solid promo, though. Yeah. Because I was even thinking that I was like, man, but the the she teased it saying, oh, everyone has someone that's going to be able to bring them championships. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this has to be someone that's going to be able to bring someone a championship. Yeah. You know, why, which is why I was like, well, Taz just brandished a championship out of his ass. Yeah. So. Proved it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it kind of <laughs> checks the boxes. But then I'm thinking, Vicky, I'm like, ah, well, she had some time with Edge. You know, she didn't. I, mean, I don't think she Jericho really helped. Noted her 15 years in the business. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not. Yeah, taking that away from her. But in terms of has she brought anyone a championship? I was thinking that. No. Yeah. Not. Yeah. I, I agree. She's been more of a storyline authority figure. Never. This is the first like time I she's said, played think, these. She's worn I think these shoes. With Edge, right? I think. I think with Edge, she kind of helped pull some yeah. strings. Yeah, but she but, she was yeah. still a GM. So yeah, I, she wasn't I think really like to yeah. be a manager. Yeah. These this these well, are she had brand, Dolph, right? But she was still a GM. 
Like really? she was always an authority figure that was just trying to thinking, be this milf or whatever. Like I've never the seen cougar her. thing. You're right. Yeah, yeah and that was yeah, part yeah. of her Titantron too. It's a cougar. <laughs> that was the first word you saw. It's a cougar. So to me, I feel like these these are fresh footsteps for her to make. You know what I mean? But not a bad splash. I think in terms. Of, I mean, not who we would have picked, but I think it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. I mean, yeah. one name that comes to mind of maybe another person, if you know, managers are going to start taking on more than one client, maybe Vicky should take on Sunny Kiss. Like, well, you know, I was thinking right now, I was like, as soon as you said the Cougar, I'm like, she should have been the manager of Janela and Sunny Kiss. Um, yeah, see, that, yeah, that makes, that, because of their commentary. That, uh, and then, you know, you know he's, he's been calling himself uh, Joey Exotic. That's right. You know what I mean? He's he he's been doing the cheetah print thing for a while, so it's like a cheetah print with the cougar thing. Oh yeah, you know and the mean? fact that his name is Joey, I think he was like, oh yeah, I'm using this. <laughs> but this would uh, bring us to our main event, my friend, uh, which I, I just finished for. We started running this uh, podcast. Um, I don't know. What'd you think, man? Uh, I, I I honestly, I think they, they it was a really uh back and forth match. Mm-hmm. I agree too. I think um, I was nervous because I'm like, they wrestle different, and I don't know. I was afraid if Cage was going to be able to bring himself up to Mox. Does that make sense? No, yeah. It, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you look at a guy like Cage who, who has worked TV before, you know, Lucha Underground, uh, Impact, you know, Moxley, obviously WWE, mm-hmm. but still two different styles of TV. Yep. So, so still two different styles of wrestling. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting to be like two guys from two different shows who's never touched before, Yeah. you know, Trying to see it, you know, because we've seen it before. Sometimes you're like, oh, okay, they're kind of, it's getting kind of clunky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that the styles are a little bit off. You yeah. know, they're, they're not mm-hmm. so fluid. And they then, don't you know, complement each other. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, but I feel like they actually did a pretty good job, especially with Brian Cage, who is obviously bigger in size and mass, muscle yeah. mass. And that FTW um, title looked good on him when he came out. Yeah, I wasn't against it, man. It's just, uh, I hope they don't, they don't like, you know, shoot themselves in the foot with the Cage Project. Before mm-hmm. they really give themselves some rope to to see where it goes, because I mean it's weird that once Cage got here, you don't see any pushes for Brody anymore. You don't see any pushes for uh, Lance Lance anymore. Yeah. You know he did have a match, so give I'll give him that. But you know, uh, it's I don't. It's just uh, they can simultaneously do it. We've seen them. I guess we're just trying to figure out because uh, that's the thing I was talking about with with Baca and them too. Was like you know I think one of the biggest things that's a hardship for them is. They don't have the advantage of a live crowd, which is pretty much their litmus test to figure out, okay, mm-hmm. does this guy get over? What part of his gimmick gets over? What part of it does not get over? Mm-hmm. What part of it is strength and what's the weakness? What should we shed off? What should we grow Keep, more yeah, on? Yeah, what's the dead weight? Yeah, well, what, what, should we, what should we push the pedal on? You know what I mean? They don't have that. They just have the feedback from the fans online, but it's going to be always uh, hard to navigate. You know, some of it's toxic. Some of it's coming from a real place, but, you know, no one really knows – anyone's you know it is it's hard again you know, yeah. the fans the fans are very much needed and appreciated for the live uh They've been event. Gone too long. yeah for the live event aspect of it but you know it's it's definitely one of those things i think that, that is helping them to suffer in that department yeah if that makes sense but um yeah but i, I did i did enjoy the 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 match uh you know a lot of people were crit- criticizing the finish yeah but i just felt like well i mean it was it was needed because they needed, they needed to protect cage yeah and i think we were just really up in the air of terms of like well what's gonna happen because he was just presented this belt uh, a week prior so it seems like a loss won't hurt him to a degree yeah you know and um i think it's weird because like you're right it's the timing you don't think about the arm to the night of um and then 
to, to you know, don't get me wrong, credit given. He was doing legitimate things to work on the arm, but it wasn't always the same arm. The arm he started with was his left arm, and then he ended up doing the uh, submission on the right arm to get him to yeah. tap. And I, I, so yeah. it's just little details like that. Where and we're, we're the guys who are you know geeky enough to notice it. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just we like continuity. Yeah. Um, so kill us. You know but, what I, mean? like, but I did like the visual of him looking dead in Taz's face, mm-hmm. flipping him off. I'm, no, I'm not stopping you until I rip this thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> so that was good because I've liked that, the, their, you know, animosity towards each other. They're very similar in terms of badass gimmicks, you know, but just have never really ran into another person like the other from their era. If yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. it was. Pr- it's like a, I, I, it's like a CM Punk Austin situation. Yeah, kind it, of, you thank know you. I mean? That's a really good. Yeah, I think it was a good. It was a good clash, especially from a manager standpoint to him. And you know, again, Cage is mumble mouth. You know what I mean? So he Taz is um, doing well with them, but I do wonder what they're going to do. Like you said, hopefully they didn't shoot themselves in the foot with the Cage project because it is still a submission loss. And yeah. You know, it's not like I mean, he, it's, it's he, actually he's by a submission specialist. Is you that know? by is that by give up? Is, I mean, or I guess a oh, submit. Well, you're right. No, you're right. Taz threw the towel in, yeah. so I guess that was to protect him. Okay, you know what I well, mean? There you go. And, and you know, and, and, and I thought it was good again. You know that they're like saying, well, you know, yeah, you know, you got Jr. and then Chris Jericho helping to reinforce what Jr. is saying yep. about him protecting the asset. But again, you know, even if John Moxley wasn't available to do a promo beforehand to bring up the the arm, mm-hmm. Taz could have brought up the arm. Yeah, and it wouldn't have been weird for him to do so. He could have he could have introduced came, it. Yeah, yeah, you he know, came back from this type of injury. Absolutely, that, that's why he's a machine. It takes this absolutely. many months usually for a regular man. Easily, man. Especially when he's on commentary. They're like, "What man? That, that ain't a man. That's a machine." Yeah, and he uh, he and he could have done that too. You're right on commentary. Maybe those two days it, instead. Yeah, yeah. it could it could have been you know just like I said. Just a little bit of like you know oh oh and by the way I forgot I'm gonna uh, rip out that uh, that bone of yours that uh, that's been bothering you that no one else knows but wait wait what <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's kind of like oh uh, wait hold on yeah it's like well, when did this come into play yeah you know it's this like this was we, on the menu like, we, were, we weren't even intrigued about the yeah. uh, uh, we we had no idea this was a factor <laughs> you know <laughs> like, after the match we would get something that I guess yeah. maybe signifying uh, the, the new next direction, direction yeah, yeah for uh, for Brian Cage and you know after the match. He would attack Moxley from behind, hit him in the face with, uh, you know, the FTW title. That was also kind of bad continuity because, again, the right arm is what was, you know, hurting him because of the submission and being worked on all, all match, quote unquote. But he uses his right side to swing the the belt. So, you know, just little things like that. But this would bring out, well, I'm sorry, it wouldn't bring out, it would take the lights out first and then the lights would come back on and we'd see Darby Allen and he all I could say is it's a diving uh, skateboard, skateboard chuck, chuck to, to the neck. Yeah, <laughs> throat tr- thrust. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah, that's basically what it was. And uh, this would send Cage, you know, to the outside. He, he repeatedly kept wanting to come back, but it, it wasn't necessary. It know? was like that Vulcan like death grip to yeah. like that that space in between your neck and your. Oh shoulder. yeah, yeah. It was just like a pressure point. <laughs> oh, boom! Yeah, and just knocked him out. So and, I mean, and so that kind of I mean I guess the. Like you said, it kind of made it a little awkward to go off, but it was good to see a return of Darby. Um, I think a lot of people have been missing Darby since. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, damn, it was double or nothing. Yeah. May. Whew, we're getting to the end of July here, people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. But that was AEW, man. Yeah, that was AEW. Um, yeah. I mean, you want to get into 
NXT. Right away. Right away. Yep. Yep. Shout out to Keith Lee. Keith Lee, yep. Double champ. Champ champ. Dual champion. I love I love when they say that. That's a good one. But uh you need to count your minutes in the ring, bro. Yeah, man. A little it, bit I mean look, look, I I'm not saying his message was it was not important or any less uh significant. Mm-mm. But Bang. I've never gotten uh, I think an opening intro monologue promo that lengthy. Yeah, you know what's funny? It it wasn't at the end of the day it was about 11 minutes that whole segment, Damn. right? But that's long we, for NXT. Right, exactly. So that's that was going to be my point is that's a walk in the park in, on Raw. You yeah, know what I mean? That's about right for Raw. Exactly. Absolutely. So, I mean, and you see this. Notes, Keith Lee promo. Long. Man. <laughs> but um, congrats to Keith Lee. He comes out, has this kind of, um, I won't say his inauguration, but yeah, like his little, first. Yeah, a little good moment. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know and, and it talks about all, all, all the things he went through and everything. Uh, but like you said, it's pretty long because he comes in at two minutes and forty three seconds. At nine minutes and twenty six seconds is when he chooses to bring out uh, Dijakovic. Yeah, Donovan Dijakovic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, which uh, you know, I wasn't mad at this segment. No, not at all. Um, I, because it was an unplanned uh, championship mm-hmm. defense. Yep. But imagine if they would have uh, promoted for that. If they yeah. would have had a you know advertised for it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they did get beat this week. Yeah, it, I mean, it makes me think maybe they didn't know they were going to do it to the day of. Like, like maybe seeing Dijakovic come out. It could have been a better week. move to to have Keith Lee be the one to introduce it the way he did. Anyways, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, very true. But he does bring out Dijakovic, calls him, you know, his best friend of me, but gives a lot of credit, saying, "Hey, a lot of what where I'm at right now, the opportunities I got were made off of a lot of the clashes I had with you, you know." And he says, "Hey, man, I talked to Regal. I want to give you a shot tonight." You tonight. Know, both both titles. And also the only thing that I I didn't like from a fan standpoint, I like Dijakovic. I really do. Um that's why I was like, damn, he's gonna be moving up to the main roster. Cause he even said he doesn't know what he's doing with his career right now. So to me, I was like, I, you didn't win any belts though. Like, like I would, yeah, like like what you know, the same thing happened with EC three. Yeah. And, and we don't need to tell you what happened to EC three. And, and yeah. Lars Sullivan, which and is we another. don't need to tell you what happened yeah. to Lars Sullivan either. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So to me, it, it – um, I don't even know if he I, can I, tell you what happened nope, to Lars Sullivan. I don't want to tell nobody. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Who? I, I don't who? even know if we, we have any further information nope, on that. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, but, now Dijakovic would – he kind of said, ah, oh, I don't know, and then he he says yes, you know. So, I wasn't sure why he was second-guessing himself. Um, but, yeah, so that I, would I that think would he was be... trying to play on, but, man, it's, it's, it's your first night officially. Yeah. Like, I was trying and to when's the last time let you, you have your, your spot, but – Oh, true, true. But when's the last time we've seen Dijakovic in action, though? I got a better question. When's the last time we've seen Dijakovic in some Tims, though? Because oh, he, he lost was... to Johnny. Oh, that's true. And he, yeah, you're right. He wore Tims because he was wearing that Shad Gaspar Yeah, I thought that shirt. was awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. awesome. Shout, shout out to Dijakovic for that, Yeah, man. definitely, man. Classic. But, uh, yeah, so this is set for the, uh, to be, I, I guess, the main, is it the main event? Or, no, 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 it's, uh, it's it was the, the top of the, the hour event, I guess. Well, it, it, it was the match before, the, I think, the Io Shirai match. Let's see. Was it? It might, it might, we'll get to it for sure, but it, it's later that night. But this will take us to the grudge match we were waiting for last week Damian Priest versus Cameron, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> I enjoyed this, it was a great back and forth. Yeah, no, um, he and actually, very well paced. I thought he actually got the uh, he got a, a razor's edge like 
apron power bomb through. I was like, damn, he actually got him. Yeah, I was like, like that was probably yeah. Even the way he dropped him, I was like, I don't know if he's. Oh, he made it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how is this? Oh, oh, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, man. Ooh. And uh, I was, I loved. I couldn't believe it that he hit that fall away moonsault slam. Yeah, on, on him. I was just like, that. Well, that, I mean, that guy's I, big. See, this is the thing. I when I saw that spot, I wasn't looking at Grimes. I was looking at. Uh, uh, Damien. Why, Damien, thank you. I, was, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. I was looking at Damien, and I was like, wait, what is he about to do? Because you see him, like, kind of getting, and I'm like, what is he doing? Is he a bat? I'm like, oh, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't look get to look at it as it was an offensive move. I saw it as him, like, running and, and basically doing the flip to get to you, the move. You were getting a grizzled vet. You were like, hey, don't do do not do that again, kid. Don't do that again, kid. <laughs> I had to pull him to the side. I was that? like, what the hell is that? Oh, man. The hell are you doing out there? Do the job. No, but he would miss the cave-in. Yeah. He, oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that he was would capitalize. very pivotal. Very pivotal. Oh, yeah. And, and he would capitalize with that cyclone kick. And uh, it was kind of like a rope hung reckoning. You know? Yo, and that, I was, that, I was but like, you hold on. That just cyclone that, kick to the back of the head, Ooh. though. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a good sell. You know, and I know everyone's getting sick of the, the leg slaps. Yeah. But I heard, I heard JR's been a little bit vocal as well. Ah, JR. <laughs> uh, yeah, boomer. <laughs> Oklahoma boomer, yeah. Hey, yeah, not sooner boomer, sooner boomer. That was good. There you go. That was good. But uh, no, yeah, Damian Priest would uh, get the win, which you know it, it was kind of back and forth because uh, you, Cameron's been on a roll, but Priest arguably needed the win. Yeah, he was getting you know, he, he, you know the the ribs uh, injury, the 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 sliced tires on the car. Yep, all that. I mean, he was he was coming up. You know, everything was coming up Millhouse for him for a while, so he mm-hmm. had to, he had to get that win for sure. Definitely. And this would take us to uh, a new installment of the uh, Thatcher Thatch Can uh, segment, you know, or wrestling, I should say. I put some ice on that. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. He's always got a good. Uh, He's diction a, and a good vocal yeah. tone and and timing to what he's doing. You know, I love that he's like, and you know, I'm gonna teach everyone the lesson I taught Oni Lorkin yeah. at Great American Bash that through every submission there is something to be learned, and they revisit the Fujiwara, which we already know he's mastered. Uh, and he says, "I'm gonna show you how I made Lorkin cry like a child, basically." <laughs> and so he says, "You know, not only have you won the match, but you leave an impression that'll last a lifetime." That, that's, that's a, not only have you won the match, but you have left an impression that'll last a lifetime. <laughs> what just, have we it's, learned? It's just his execution and the voice. Oh, yeah. They they've really tapped into how to make him really get his uh, personality over. Oh, yeah. He's got a good cape. Because even then, he goes, we learned a tap is educational and making your opponent cry in pain is pure satisfaction. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I did hear that Now get out of here. Or it's like, just ask Oni Lorcan. Now get out of here. Put ice on that. Yeah, So he's really getting some steam rolling He's getting real comfortable and I like it. Definitely. I like it a lot. Uh, This would bring us to Indy Hartwell. uh, Dude, it was cool seeing her. Haven't seen her in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And we talked about her last time. Yeah. She had a showing too. I, I, I like she's a tall athlete, but she's yeah, very dynamic she, in her execution. I mean, this this match, I mean, it got a little weird because of the obviously the the convolution with you mm-hmm. know the run. I almost I won't call it a run in, but the involvement. Yeah. Of uh, you know the Robert Stone brand and uh, uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, thank you. Yeah, I um, loved how who definitely rocked the boat. Had to say it uh, yeah. in this match, and uh, yeah, shot but Shotzi looking good. I was I, what I can't say is I was worried because when Aaliyah did. Uh, trip her feet up. Shotzi almost. She really was close to hitting her back of her head on that turnbuckle. Oh yeah, no, like, I was. Really it true. was a little too close for my taste. But yeah. what, what you know, the whole thing for it, you know, because I I don't remember 
Would she hit her with like a running boot? Yeah, which like is, I mean, but, yeah. but uh, you know, we've seen how effective it is. Charlotte's won with it. I know yeah. Billy Kay does it a lot too. Yeah. Um, and Hartwell yeah. would win the match because of that. So yeah, honestly, I, I was kind of disappointed because I wanted to see her win with with a real finish. Yeah, because uh, I do want to see more of her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Hartwell, that is. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was it just me or did a uh, Shotzi? Did she have a, a doink vibe going in this match? A little bit. Right? I mean, I, I really enjoy watching her work. I don't yeah. know if it's just because you know we spent so many times trying to we were chasing. I don't want to say it's like, yeah, it's like bias, Cali love, and, and but. we got real close uh, at the last show. But then she had another booking, and I didn't even know she was heading to NXT. At Not at all, man. So and it and makes it, sense. Nah, it's it's just cool to see you know people like like you know the the Jake Atlases and the mm-hmm. Shotzi Blackhearts and, and especially the Carrying Crosses. Oh yeah, definitely. Know, Getting their shot here, but uh, from here is that when we had the uh, we had, the uh, promo from? Oh, we had Tegan get interviewed real quick. Oh and all yeah, she just said I'm, you know, I'm tougher, stronger, and shinier, and you know I'm gonna prove it tonight. And that, that, you know th- th- it was a cool little short thing. And after that, uh, we would get. She's uh, like, does the, that the, the make her the the ER of NXT? She's the I'm tougher. Oh uh, yeah, I'm maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, not EST. Yeah, that's true. Shouts to Bianca. I heard she returned yeah, on she, Monday. Yeah, she uh, that her teaming with uh, Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, after that we get Legado del Fantasma. They have a cool little segment. Yeah. At some undisclosed, I guess, home. Um, it was pretty cool. You know. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. They toast basically on their first win as a as a group. Yeah. Uh, they say let's toast to you know basically the fall of Drake Maverick or to the end of Drake Maverick. Uh, I liked how we kind of try to coin uh, uh, personalities with with Rawl and and um, and uh, Joaquin. He, he called yeah. Rawl the the technical assassin. I thought it was really um, important for him to help establish them as uh, yes. uh, not, not just not utility guys, exactly. but mm-hmm. actual peers. threats. Yeah, exactly. Equal peers, not side. So, you know, it's like, like side know, I mean, the dynamic is clear, or sidekicks, I, I should say. I, I was gonna say the, the dynamic is there. Obviously, the the whole boss, the henchman type thing. Mm-hmm. But we've also seen it in other situations. One of my favorites is like Punisher, where you got the boss, John Travolta, but you also have lieutenants, exactly, who are still yeah, yeah. still solid as dudes. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, like like that you can't take lightly. Either. Sons of Anarchy would probably be another exactly. another good one. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. So, um, but, but yeah, yeah, he basically, and then he says with Wild, you know, uh, you know, when this, when you see this man in the air, that's the end of you. You know, yeah. I thought that was really good. They talk about, you know, basically putting it into Brazongo as well. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just Joaquin just gotta, you know, learn how to, uh, sip your liquor because that face you made partner <laughs> after you took it's that the wrong shot. guy, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but that was the only, his facials were okay in this one. Yeah. His, his expressions were all right. I just noticed I'm like. Uh, if you start to play like you part of the crew, you need to learn how to take that tequila, my friend. My well, it's that, and it's <laughs> also like he stands out because he's the only one that noticeably doesn't have an uh, sort of accent that that is like equivalent yeah. to their descent. Because even you know yeah, what I mean? you got like, Raul like, like where saying, they're from and and where Saint they grew Simone, up. Yeah. you know what I mean? And and like yeah, it. The thing is, it's just and Joaquin's like tequila. Like we, yeah, Brizango. You know, like like Brizango. But the thing is, we know that he's was it from the Philippines, I believe. Yes, he's. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like you know, mm. uh, and I believe it's, it's even uh, indicative in his tattoos that he has on his back. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's not a. It's it's definitely not a secret, but it's like. It's like I, if, it's, if it was TJP, just because he, he used yeah. to work under a hood. You know what I mean? See, but you know what? To me, 
that works because of that. Yeah, but he because it's never, common knowledge, exact, though. Exactly, and I think I was yeah. going to say maybe because we know he's never – and I don't know if Raw has, but he definitely has the chops where you can tell he's thriving I, I in a like, Lucha Libre world. You know I, what I'm I like Raw Mendoza. I, yeah, that dude I've has been, really been, proven his value. I've been high on him for uh, quite quite some, some time. And they end the segment basically saying, you know, they got to tear things down before they build them back yeah, up. Yeah, sometimes you, you know? got to tear things down before you build them back up. Johnny Gargano said the same thing. Yeah, he Everyone did. says the same thing. Yeah, it is all good. But uh, from <laughs> speaking, there, of, speaking of which, did you, yeah. did you did you ever catch that that uh, uh, commentary that Jericho did? I think it was at Fight for the Fallen, uh, night one. Yeah, it was night one. Not fight. I'm sorry, Fighter Fest night one, where he said someone used the word grit. He's like, no, not grit. Why is everybody? It's like I haven't even heard of this word until 2020. Yeah, I was it's dying. Hilarious. It's hilarious. Man. I was like, thank you, thank you, Jericho. For sure. was like, oh man, call him out. Yeah, no, definitely, man. That uh, it, it's hard not to. I mean, when it's low hanging, you want to keep it professional. But it's like <laughs> Jericho's been swinging from both ends yeah. of Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I, I definitely, I, I get, I, I get what you're putting oh, out. Oh yeah, man. Um, but this yeah. was uh, they would just do another recap of Keith Lee's victory, where it shows like Mia Yim, sh- you know, showed some love in the ring. Dijakovic on the ramp, Triple H on the ramp, which I didn't see that one before, so I thought that was pretty good. That they showed that. But this would lead into the match with uh, Dijakovic and Lee. And, you know, it's just, um, this is what I'll say. It's my least favorite match between the, the two. I think it's the third match together. I, I, hated, I, the, say. I hated the entire intro yeah, of this the, match. The, the dynamic of this match made, it just didn't do Dijakovic any favors. Like, I it felt didn't. like if he, if the, if you're trying to shine him up and put some big, like to bump up his stock, Prior to making the main roster jump, why would I care if he just got Molly Watt by Keith Lee? Because the way he was working it was like, you know, one guy, again, if my friend was that doesn't watch wrestling sees it, he's like, why does he keep trying to lift this big ass dude? Well, he's not, not having any luck with it. Dad, you know, and, and, and then, and it's like, but he has before. The, the other portion that, well, you know, he, he just, uh, you know, gained some weight in terms of, uh, gold. Oh, so. yeah. No, camp, but, camp. uh, but, I was like, you guys are doing this handshake uh, spot one, two, two minutes. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. Because it was like, yo, you have a chance to be champ, champ. Mm-hmm. Get your head out your ass and really just give it. Like, bro, like, I get it, y'all friends. But this ain't just like a friendly sparring session just to see, you know, who's. It's not like, you know, back in the day, me and you used to, used to try to get our MMA on just, just to see yeah, yeah. what our skills was like. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's, it's, it's an actual championship match. Like, so he's over here doing all you know all these tests of strength. I'm like, dude, fuck all this test of strength, bro. You better, yeah, man. You know, eventually, you know, he goes to try to slap him, you know, with the over the open hand on the chest, and to no avail. And then yeah, just totally got the magnum. Yeah, to I chest mean, my my notes are very short shit up. too, and that's how I know I didn't like this match. It was okay, it says, but it wasn't. Yeah, it just it was. It was weird to see them paint Dijakovic as such like a face as well. Yeah, in this situation. yeah, like he was. He did not seem at all like Lee's equal. And we'll add to this in a second because this would lead to an a interview with Dijakovic. But basically with this match, you get a, a early pounce by Keith Lee. Dijakovic snaps off a, a, a blockbuster that's very uncharacteristic of him but still impressive. But then after that, it's all Keith Lee. Rope hung reverse STO. 
One-handed spine buster, BBC for the one, two, three. I'm, I'm making that a thing, I told you. Yes. Um, and then after the match, he does help Dijakovic to his feet, and you see the lights go out. Scarlet would appear at the ramp and walk on down with, the, I don't want to call it a burlap sack, but it's uh, a bag nonetheless. It was Damien. That reveals the uh, broken debris <laughs> yeah, that the, Keith Lee left the, behind when the he remer- smashed the, uh, the... remnants of the hourglass. Yes. And like we said, um, we think the contract has... Sw- not Maybe not... Sw- the target... Hasn't or the target has switched, but the mission has remained the same, right? It, 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 it's almost like the the bounty on, that was Adam Cole is now transferred to Keith Lee, and that makes sense here. Um, well, see, it's interesting too because I'm wondering where they're going with this as far as where Adam Cole goes because they kept making it a point to say it's a it's a, uh, the the beginning of a new era here at and you know I'm like I get it undisputed mm. era now it's a new era. What does that mean? We yeah. all try like you know because if you notice none of they weren't seen on the whole show. And you know what's funny I was going to tell you was, you notice that Keith Lee took two belts from the UE? <laughs> I was just thinking, like, damn, that's kind of ball stuff. I mean, all he needs is to, is to take the tag strap. Because him and Dijakovic will be dubbed tag champs. But I, like, I, yeah, we talked. They should have tagged in the uh, Dusty Classic, I think. That, that, that would have been, been something special that for sure. Money. Yeah. But, yeah, this would uh, lead to an interview with Dijakovic. Um, and he basically, I thought this was cool what he said. He commented, like, I barely recognize Lee in there because he's basically – Noting like he's ascended to a whole new level since like the yeah that last was good meeting, but he, you know but I feel like he could have said that without looking like that well but even right? even the way he said it it kind of made him sound like you know I, he's at a level that I'll, I'll never get to like yeah it was it, almost like he was, the, there were some undertones there that yeah. he was kind of like not realizing he was kind of you know stigmatizing himself with you know yeah. um, and that's just my personal you know it, it may not came that off that way to anybody else off TV but I was thinking. Man, you're putting, you know, I know he just beat you, but I mean, like, you know, yeah, you know, you've beat him before. Yeah, it, 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 he did come off like he didn't come off like the vet we know he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah, that yeah. make sense? Like, I think like, that's the way to perfectly say. Yeah, it. like it's almost like, let me rephrase, like maybe if you threw Cameron Grimes in that match and the Woo! same thing happened, you would go, yeah, I get that, you know. But it's Dijakovic who's gone toe-to-toe in other promotions with this man, too. So yeah. I think that's what – like. and again, it, it just comes from a worry of a long-term uh, – any long-term damage from this match. But he would answer, uh, say, you know, um, he because he does bring up Scarlet, and he says, yeah, Karrion Cross is good, but he is no Keith Lee, and Cross just shows up. <laughs> You know, and, and with the they, hit with the hitman gear on. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. I, the the oh yeah the, the, the trench coat with the with the white mm-hmm. <laughs> with the white business uh you know dress oh, yeah. shirt, black tie. And then he uh they, they get in each other's face yeah. and I thought this was really intriguingly cool. He, I love he that. says, like, you got something to say, say it. And he says it to him in Croatian. Yeah, he did. His native tongue. Yeah. And then he lets him if know he, he understands it. He clear. said he said, If you're gonna do it, do, do it. Do it, yeah. And what Sorry. I thought was Ooh. cool was he goes and Dijakovic goozled that dude yeah, like he did. hard. It's, but his, but I door. but I love that he they didn't just have him pitch up, man. Like, no, like, no, not at all. Um, I mean that suplex over the guardrail, shoot, they gonna, yeah. they, they gonna take it. That'll take anybody out. Oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I mean because um, that would send them through. The, yeah, you're right. They go through that those double doors and yeah. Because I thought he was gonna try to. Yeah, I thought he was gonna try to do more because you see him right after it, he's like trying to take his shirt off. But yeah, then he just kind of just. And I feel like you know, he should have just said TikTok and left. Like, why do all? It looked like okay, so you're having problems with your tie. Well, because uh, that's why I was like, are you trying to pick him up or trying to show? Like, and then we're gonna need the visual of you and the tattoos, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh man. <laughs> Who produced this shit? And this this would uh, set up uh, a matchup between the two 
for next week, which I'm really yeah. intrigued. But I'm also like, <laughs> I don't want to see this week's Dijakovic going against carrying cross next week no you know well, what well, I mean? let me ask you this actually i meant to ask you while you brought up the match what uh what did you think about the opening uh little promo they had where they were recapping the win of course but they also had several different people from the roster kind of like commenting on his win like you had like for keith lee yeah i liked it i mean um because you know you had guys like priest like you know hey I, you know i could help take some of that weight off your shoulders yeah, if, yeah. you know i like that yeah i think people had really good um What's the word? Uh, there was good content there in terms of Finn was of, pretty good of, too. Or verbiage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finn was great. And He's um, like, congratulations, you just became the biggest target in NXT history. <laughs> That's a shoot. That's shooter. a shooter. That's a shooter. Shoot, shoot. And uh, and I even liked. Um, yeah, he said something. Grimes said, "I'm gonna take them titles." Woo! Yeah, he just kept it short and sweet. Yeah. And then even Gargano said something, too. So I, it's definitely – and I like how Thatcher said something. Because I've been, like, thinking, what does he do? Be a shame that, if something – did he say something like that? Like, be a shame if something happened to those belts yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, man. It's, <laughs> that, it's crazy. That dude's from Sack Toe Cali, man. Yeah, he is. Um, he really he, – he, uh, I'm, I'm thinking he's with them bangers like uh, the – what's called called? What are those brothers from fucking uh, UFC? Oh, um, oh! I knew you were Diaz. Diaz probably, well, probably banging. Well, those guys are actually from. They're, they're back, back this way. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Stockton, that's true. There you go. Stockton. Yeah, but now Timothy Thatcher does have a match. Uh, in fact, and he uh, he goes against your boy Denzel, Denzel. De <laughs> And I liked how uh, they did note Denzel's acumen. Uh, you know, for Greco-Roman wrestling and freestyle. Uh, Apparently not oh. for uh, uh, entrance wear because that shirt. Was I was like, bro, what are you ungodly? You doing the over the over uh <laughs> the oversized cutoff? Yeah, it was a little Joy. weird. And then and then he had big E's old gear on. <laughs> you know? And then and I you know, I will say this, it is cool to see Keith Lee is this it's crazy to think the only the second <laughs> African American <laughs> champion in NXT history. Yeah. Big E was the first. But yeah. I think that's pretty cool too. No, one hundred, one hundred. But uh, with this match, man. you're right, you know, he had old gear, new gear, bad gear, all that. But he was able to match up with Thatcher for a little bit. And I it, thought that was really cool. They showcased that, but he eventually just got in that deep single leg crab. Yeah. It, gets the victory submission. It was style. almost like a like a late like because I've seen what's his name start to do it uh that way when he first came back. Uh Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah, he did. It's like a leg, right. it's not a great bar. I forgot what they call it. Like I don't, yeah, bar. it's just the way he. Tw it's like a leg bar. Yeah, it's like he, twer he twerks it a certain way. He twerked it. Twerked it. You know, but it's twerking, uh, guys. Watch and then out. he, but he goes back to the well, locks it in again, and then we get a uh, pretty pissed off Oni Lorcan coming down. And I gotta say, I was a fan of the way he not only like headbutted or bulldozed them off of uh, Dijonette, but the way he was, he cut Stopping him off him and, 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 yeah, yeah. and forced him out the ring. Yeah. I was like, we don't get enough of that. No, I don't want to see no clotheslines. And I don't want to see uh, no, oh, you thought <laughs> you got me, but I grabbed the rope and I slid out. That's how you cut people out. I thought that was really well no, done. No, it was, it, it, the thing about the Orny, uh, Orny Lurkin experiment is like, I love his matches all years. Ah! Oh, yeah. Like he's, uh, the way he screams into like an uppercut is like, like yo, like it's like playing football, and then the guy you're looking up at the defensive end next to you, and he's like, "You're gonna die, boy." It's like what's his <laughs> like, name oh from uh, uh, what uh, what uh, with Keanu Reeves? Oh, replacements. Oh, uh, yeah. John Favreau. John dude. Favreau. Oh, yeah. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but no, yeah, it was uh, you know, 
Yeah, not, it, it's gonna be interesting because we enjoyed him versus Oni last week, so that, yeah. that would be pretty cool. And he made a whole you know seminar this week about Oni and his lesson yeah, and he, crying he, like a he child. Name, he name and, dropped him. You know, He's like, I ain't a baby. That's this satisfaction. So I ain't I, no I baby. Just, I'm from Boston. I'm a, I'm a fan. You're right. He has a good cadence when he does these things. Yeah, he, Thatcher no, Thatch can. Yeah, he's he starting to become real charismatic with it. Is yeah. what it is. Uh, but after that, we get an update. Rhea Ripley. She tweets. Uh, we would have never seen that that char- the charisma with with being paired up with what his name too long no no not at uh all. matt riddle no i don't think so i was just thinking about that but i'm back yeah, sorry no. for the sidebar but yeah go ahead yeah yeah no rhea ripley she checks in via twitter yeah she tweets uh no more dumpsters no more time wasted i'm officially done with robert stone brand i'm getting back to where i need to be and i'm watching this wwe nxt women's title match very closely hashtag the nightmare you better go to war in court with death is thun baby for the rights to nightmare i'm sorry <laughs> oh, I didn't, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. Now, it's so weird this to see hashtag Robert the nightmare. It's yeah. like, ah, but he, okay. <laughs> uh, speaking really? of Robert Stone, we get a segment. Uh, and it's it's weird. He he has a cameraman. Hey, you filming? Get this. Like, you know, it's not it's not exactly Matt Hardy's document these events, but he wants <laughs> to make sure, hey, kids, this on, on camera. Okay, you know, and he well, attempts apologizing. Well, to he, he wanted Dane. it in case. He, he, wa- he probably wanted to sue. Oh, for damages. Yeah, there yeah. you go. But he does see a killing day. He tries to apologize for the coffee bit. Uh, and then Aaliyah comes into frame. She's holding, I guess, the newest uh, illustration from Dexter Loomis, which kind of highlights different things that happened from last week at Great yeah, American Bash. They could have they showcased a little bit better. I, I think so, too, because they only went to that one corner. And one of the you know, illustrations was— It, it could have been passed was, around, actually. It, it really could have. Yeah. Um, it was a drawing of uh, Killian Dane. And like the traveling he sees pants. this, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> he doesn't appreciate the depiction of him. And uh, yeah, he like, basically uh, tells Stone, yeah, hey, you want to make it up to me? Give me a match with Dexter. Uh, Excellent next week, and he does because it gets announced along with the Karrion Cross and Dominic Dijakovic match I was talking about. But so, I mean, are we really gonna go in the direction of having the Killian Cross involvement with the Robert Stone? Like, it gives him something to do, but or Killian Dane. Who do I say? Cross. I said Killian Cross. Yeah. God damn it! It's Killian Karrion. It's yeah, Karrion Dane. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Dane. But uh, now this would bring us to our main event. Main uh, event. Io Shirai defending the title for the first time against uh, her first challenger, Tegan Knox, who did win that elimination four-way. Well, at, it would uh, actually Great be American her Bash. second, her second because she beat uh, Sasha Banks. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, that's very yeah, and that's yeah, that's that's a key win too. Although it did take Oscar a little low key, but it didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah, it did. But um, yeah, the only thing I could say uh, in terms of things that. Bug me. The groundwork that started this match seemed way too choreographed to me. Like they just knew it was almost like they were counting when to counter. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, and and yeah. they're both so good, you know. So I, I it, it just looked weird that it looked so um, uh, planned out, in my opinion. It so. just again, it was hard. It was kind of the same. You know, I was in the same boat with the Sunny Kiss thing. Here was, mm-hmm. you know, Tegan hasn't really done enough for herself outside of winning the four way. Um, mm-hmm. so it was like, kind of like, I don't think she's going to win. Yeah. Cause she's been really preoccupied with all the stuff. Exactly. With Dakota, you know, whether but then they go, Oh, I don't want to be, I'm done. People thinking it's all about me being injured and I'm all about, Dakota. and it's like, I, I hear that, but it's weird from a creative standpoint when you guys spent so much time on that. And yeah. then now you're going in a direction of, she wants to be defined as more than that, which is admirable. And I, I totally, I totally get but it seems weird. They didn't follow through with the booking for that. Exactly. So for it to make sense. Exactly. So, 
key points. Yeah. Uh, EO does go for the Meteora on the outside, misses, and uh, she, she takes all the bump, uh, knees right into the steel steps, uh, which I thought was uh, really a, a, a turning point because um, Knox is able to try to get a few things in. She hits two cannon bores. Uh, she does a diving crossbody. Choke slam as well, um, but Shirai does eventually do. She does get the meteor inside the ring, uh, and she still sells her knee. You know, and, yeah. and, and even when she hits a, she does a diving uh, drop, or I think it's a springboard drop kick, sells the knee. You know, uh, Knox hit the Molly go round for two, which I I almost thought that was going to be it because of the way. But then she, you see her get up before two, and I'm like, okay, so you're getting ready to sell the kick out. That, yeah, yeah, like yeah. maybe the, not the best camera angle to switch to, but um, <laughs> she does go for the shiniest wizard. EO counters with the uh, I think they call it the Shote Rising Palm. Oh strike. yeah, the Shote Palm Strike. And uh, then she hits the diving moon. Or is it Show Ten? Show Ten, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she does hit the moon salt. Not all of it, but she does hit it for the win. Uh, she celebrates her win on the ramp, and boom, Dakota Kai, which is the person with who the kick to the face. Like I said, wrong kid died, wrong kid won. Yep. I said it should have been Dakota from the jump. It would have made more sense for it to be Dakota. I think they're waiting. Uh, I think they're trying to make it be a big match because I really think Dakota could probably take it from EO, but it's not. I don't know if they're – again, did EO get awarded the belt so she wouldn't leave, you know, because she doesn't want to go to the main route? I don't know. But in, in that route, I could see maybe Dakota being the one she passes it on to if she does leave. But Dakota is a real threat, in my opinion. What do you think? No, I think she's definitely done a good job, uh, even with or without the addition of Raquel with her. I feel like she's done a good job with the transition of heel. It's all about how many wins they are going to allow her to have in terms of uh, momentum and believability mm-hmm. and contendership. And again, backing up again, the threat factor to yeah. that championship. I think she stands to have – I mean, it, in, if I were to see her on paper against EO as opposed to – Tegan, mm-hmm. I would have been watching like, oh, maybe this is her moment. Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe this is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, and uh, and I'm not taking anything away from Tegan. It's just, again, mm-hmm. Dakota has done things for herself. Yeah. And she's been around you know I mean? a lo- little longer. I mean, she had, it's not her first time to go for the belt. She she stood up against Shayna. Remember when she was first hitting that bully uh, yeah, very concept? True. You know, so. It, and if you think about it, it's the, it's the first time she's probably going to get a shot at that title since that time, right? So, but yeah, I, I wasn't mad at the way it ended. Um, I almost, I, it was like I thought maybe Dakota's going to do more, but she did leave her laying with that uh, with that flying kick to the face. Uh, so yeah, it, I guess it leaves much to be seen in terms of developments for next week. Again, all we know so far is a uh, Karrion Cross will be taking on uh, you know the uh, crazy Croatian. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic, and then we got Dexter Loomis. Is that what he calls uh, him? No, I, I call it. There was another Croatian something. I was I say, like, like, like the kinetic Croatian. Yeah, I was gonna say you know Morrow's got it. Um, but yeah, and then we got Dexter Morrow's Loomis going against uh, <laughs> Killian Dane. Morrow's got it, dog. <laughs> there we go. But that was this week's uh, Wednesday Night Wars. I uh, I think I liked Fight for the Fallen a little bit more. Um, I didn't feel like it was Fight for the Fallen, but I think uh, there was better action. There was cool developments on NXT, less matches, I thought. Um, but it was good. Some of the time they gave, like, to Tim Thatcher and, you know, the guys are, you know, uh, Shotzi, even though I, I, and I, Indy and all them, you know. I did. I, I like the uh, 
I did like the impromptu championship match that they had play I out. I did I like did. the uh, the the cross Dijakovic uh, crossover. I did as well. Yeah. Um. I also did like uh, the promo from uh, Legato. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, Del Fantasma. Uh, with Dynamite, I enjoyed uh, FTR versus mm-hmm. Lucha Bros. I yeah. did enjoy the segment after with Kenny Omega. I enjoyed uh, the Six Man. Mm-hmm. Um, six Man was killer. Yeah, you know, I mean, again, the video game match we talked about it, but you know, it was still good. Um, and, you know, I'll even uh, say I liked Nyla. Yeah, I did like that segment, Vicky but again, and... it's just weird because she doesn't need a mouthpiece. Very true. And I do like Sheeta opening the division up in terms of like, hey, I'll take on no, all that, comers. That's, that's what they need. And that's I was going to say, they, they really do. You know, and maybe that'll bring up more people from Dark who aren't exclusive to come in. And, you know, and maybe we'll see guys like, you know, uh, what's his name? Ricky, uh, what's his name? That, Rick, uh, Ricky, uh, Ricky Sparks. Ricky Sparks, you know, end up getting Stroke a contract. Daddy. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, so. know, you know, but, you know, speaking of which, there's, a, you know, obviously a lot of stuff going down this weekend. Uh, we're not going to probably do any predictions on Slammiversary. I'm more interested to see Just what's going it, on. Yeah. yeah, to see, you know, again, a lot of. Names being teased for July 18th, July 18th. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, stables being teased as well with Aces yeah. and Ace thing. You know, it's funny. I forgot about uh, Ace Austin. Oh, man, that's right. So yeah. he, he could be, you know, an orchestrator of such. They actually got him rolling around with uh, Madman Fulton right now since uh, OVE's no more. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. Did they man. implode because of the Chris thing? or? Well, a little bit before then, okay, uh, Sammy has been doing his own thing with gotcha. the hacker gimmick. So they were doing like a trio, and then now they're – not did he separate <laughs> so, himself from them basically after he I, lost the I'm title? Gu- I'm guessing yeah, gotcha. I, there's something, but um, you know, we also have you know, we talked about extreme rules going down this Sunday. I do have the matches I pulled up here if you want to do a real quick lightning round prediction for uh, this. Sure, I don't know everything going on, so I'll just give you, yeah. I, I mean, I think if anything, everything's kind of self explanatory to be honest. So, um, except for this first one because I, I know they've been beefing, but actually, I did catch SmackDown and uh, they actually had a pretty good promo. We have Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura uh, mm-hmm. taking on New Day in a uh, tables match for the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship, huh. which ironically is like the only quote-unquote extreme rules-esque yeah. type match in this whole thing. But um, I'm, I'm going to go Shinsuke, yeah, Cesaro. I, I think I will as well. I, I saw him. He's been really verbal about feeling like they are a credible tag team that really get overlooked yeah for multiple champion I mean, it tag would, teams it wouldn't be like, the first time yeah you know it really wouldn't yeah so i'm gonna go cesaro uh and shinsuke i'm gonna go with cesaro and shinsuke as well um i also have a uh uh apollo cruz defending the united states championship uh the brand new beautiful united states championship uh against uh montel vontavious porter or p as they've been calling him affectionately on Raw, okay. Uh, MVP. <laughs> um, for me, I'm going Apollo. I think it's only right. I mean, either way, you know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna be like, for, I mean, I'm not trying to make it this, but from a race standpoint, yeah, you can't lose, right? Yeah. But I think <laughs> that Apollo deserves it. Yeah. Um, I do like. You know what? I, I'll be. I, I was hating on it before, but I needed a time to adjust. What MVP's been doing has been great. Probably is his his greatest work. I think yeah, you kind of need that little bit of time to to realize okay, this he's he's not an investor like an impact, and it's yeah. not you know it's like because it's similar suits, it's similar cadence and presence. So yeah, I totally get you. And, and Bobby Lashley, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's a yeah. very big con, uh, I mean, denominator it, it on it both just, equations. I'm surprised so. they allowed them to click up because obviously they were part of the beatdown clan with the yeah. impact. But 
But they, I, I think it's undeniable what they can do. But yeah, I, I'm going to go with you on that one, Cruz, um, only because I see it leading to Lashley versus Cruz, and you know, I can see that. Yeah, um, I mean, because that's the thing that's interesting. He, we've seen MVP and try to entice guys like Cedric Alexander as well as Shel- Shelton Benjamin too. You know, so um, it'd be interesting if he, he, oh, yeah. if he if he loses, but he's managing the guy who does, be, you know, manage yeah. to grab it, but. Uh, we do have Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins. Eye for an eye match. Seth Rollins. You're going for Seth Rollins on this one? I'm not going for him, but I think Seth is going to win so Rey I, can get out I'm of go, the I'm, company. I'm going, I'm going Rey Mysterio. All right. Because, again, you know, I think Seth, he, he can be fitted for an eye patch. and it could, Because that's the thing, you know. He's doing this Messiah thing. He can he can just give himself the the, 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 uh, Power the of- gift of, of sight back. That's true. Or maybe he'll <laughs> he'll go over to like I like how it's just so easy to accept. Or, well, I mean it's WWE, yeah. you know? Yeah, I know. It's just like there's uh, just there's room for any angle, you know. Def- especially so, if they're bringing up this shit. So Yeah. But yeah, I am I'm gonna go Seth Rollins. Cool. So far finally we got a split on that one. Mm. Uh we got Bailey, uh who is current WWE SmackDown Women's Champion taking on Nikki Cross. Oh yeah. Uh Bailey. I'm gonna go Nikki Cross. Okay. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be, I, I'll say that would be a really interesting change. And but I the thing mad, is, Bailey has been carrying that belt for a while. Yeah. I'm just looking at, so, you know, they're still trying to build to summer something. I don't know if it's going to be slam, but um, labor slam. <laughs> labor slam. Oscar uh, defending the women's, uh, Raw Women's Championship, rather, against uh, Sasha. Sasha Banks. See, this is interesting because if Sasha wins, I'm not mad at it because then they own all the belts. But then it's like, where do they go from here? Well, see. This goes into my pick. When while I pick Nikki Cross to beat Bailey to lose her championship, mm-hmm. I'm picking Sasha to win the Raw championship. Ooh. So now the roles are a little bit reversed, reversed. Yeah. and then you start seeing a little bit of the cracks. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm gonna say Oscar's gonna win. There but we go. I like I like where you're at. Splitting, splitting, splitting. Mm. And then we got the last two here. Um, of course. Braun Strowman taking on Bray Wyatt. See, this is the, it doesn't say that it's for the Universal Championship. I reported that earlier. Mm. It's just saying that it's them two in a Wyatt Swamp fight. Uh, it's called the Wyatt Compound or whatever. Oh, okay, so it's not for the title. So that's kind of tough because part of me well, would see, say Braun I, would win. It's just, just not labeled as such, so I'm not too sure. Gotcha. I'm not too sure. Well, if, if the title's on the line, it's tough because I would think if the title was on the line, Braun would win and just so they can get to the third face of Wyatt, you know what I mean, which is The Fiend. Um, but Very true. Very if, true. If, if not, if it's not for the title, then you could also still go that route by having Bray win, and that way, if it's non-title, he's earned the right yeah, to face cultivates, him again. Yeah, you know, into a, a final rubber match, so to speak. Yeah. I can see that. I think this is my final prediction. I'm going to say uh, Braun's going to win, but I think Bray, whatever the end result, Bray, something Bray does or something that happens is going to stay with Braun. You know what I'm saying? Where mm. it's going to be... Like you said, with the Bailey Sasha situation, it's going to be like the the chink in the armor, the crack the, the that starts to form. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And so, yeah, I'm going to go Braun on this one. Um, I'm going to surprise you with this. I'm going to go no contest. I think that's probably likely to happen. I think it may be. I don't think anyone has ever voted that. Well, I mean, on this show. Yeah, I mean, it's well, I did once, and it was kind of right because something happened. It was like some some. Oh, it's kind of right because you needed the points. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> it was uh, real specific at the time. Um, but yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna go no contest on that. 
And you said you're going Braun? Yep. Um, and then last but not least, we have uh, Drew McIntyre flipping the damn table, uh, defending table. the WWE Championship match against Dolph Ziggler. But this In is the thing. table match. No, no, no. So this is the oh. thing. Dolph, he told Dolph Ziggler that he can name the stipulation. He has yet to do so. Oh, really? Even this past Monday, he didn't reveal it. That's pretty cool. I like so that. That's it's, different. It's, that, that's the thing. I mean, granted, I still believe that Drew McIntyre is going to win here, but yeah. um, it is uh, a nice little, you know, cause of drama yeah. here. So uh, Unpredictability, definitely got, leverage you know, on, on the mindset going into the match. Yeah. And then a, even from a fan standpoint, you're going to want to tune in to see what he picks. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go Drew. Yeah, I'm going with Drew as well uh, to win the championship and then come back home to set the table. but uh yeah those are our predictions for uh extreme rules the quote-unquote horror show um again gonna be looking forward to keeping my eyes open to figure out what's gonna be going on this saturday with slammiversary as well um hopefully we'll have a lot of stuff to uh report on for next week um again man i think we've been steadily uh you know getting the the waters filtered a little bit from uh, all the little uh, dirty backwash we've been having in the Pro wrestling uh, uh, industry yeah. as of late, but oh yeah, um, you know, slowly but surely, you know, feeling kind of good again. We're so. cleaning the streets up, guys. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, splitting the difference. One anyway. mark at a time. <laughs> but uh, thanks to you guys uh, again, once again for listening to the Quincy Jones Show again for picking us to be your form of entertainment to depend on in this moment of quarantining, in this moment of being six feet apart and social distancing. We appreciate you guys' support, as always, for giving us a listen, giving us a download, even checking out anything we're doing, whether it's videos, merch, or ads. Uh, definitely love that y'all show love, and we do show love back. So hit us up and make sure you follow us on all social media, man. The Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. We are back, baby. Yeah. Hit us up, follow the page, and uh, definitely hit us up uh, if you have any questions uh, about, oh, I don't know, our T-shirts. Yeah, that's right. We still got them, baby. Hey. Summer is here. You might want to get yourself a nice little pocket tee, short sleeve. Let them know what show you're repping with. Again, only $10. We got medium, large, extra large. Hit us up, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. But don't forget that while you're getting that shirt, you're going to be driving with the top down. But what you going to be listening to? What you going to be listening to, though? Uh, let, me, let me go ahead and tell them, Cash. Let you're going to be going down them back roads. It's going to be hot. It's a sticky summer going on right now and you're gonna want some tunes that's going gonna help with your mood you want to go ahead and go to spotify baby right right doc lesnar man i told you guys hip-hop hybrid and i'm here to show and prove do yourself a favor go to spotify check out my music for the free d-o-c-l-e-s-n-a-r and if you like what you're hearing go ahead and feel free to support on any platform of your choice whether it's itunes pandora Anywhere that you stream your music, I am on there from SoundCloud to Instagram. Anywhere there's music, Title. Doc Lesnar is there. Yeah. Title, thank you, sir. Google Play, yep. Apple, yep. All that. Apple Music, like yep. anywhere you could think, I'm on that thing. And if you can, in the meantime, go ahead and follow me at Doc Lesnar on Instagram, at Doc underscore KJS on Instagram for the Quincy Jones Show. Follow at Tower Gang on Instagram and follow your boy on Twitter and Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar. And you know what it is. Quincy, thanks for having me, sir. Of course. Until next time, top Top guys guys out. out.